So she'll be joining us what? in a little bit. Is it just working tonight? Let's see. Yes, it is. You just started it. Okay. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. whoop, whoop. Happy Wait. day after Christmas, dudes. We wished you a merry. Let's see. I had to turn my lighting on. There we go. Okay. Hey, Mr. Peabody. Let's see what my lighting is looking like. Seabart 1987. My lighting is the TV screen. <laughs> lighting. Lighting. Yes. <laughs> I had all the UV lighting set up in the other room. I was ready to go. Yeah. And then Bill Gates said, <laughs> "We need to touch your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's make this work better <laughs> by completely disabling it for the next twenty minutes." Time for update number seven thousand. Would you like to restart and install the update, or restart and install the update, or shut down and install the update? <laughs> Do all, yeah, all of the above. Yeah, no, like how about we just restart so that my camera starts working again, and that's really all I wanted. So that sounds and then, fabulous. But then I had this like fleeting moment of should I grab the webcam off the computer too, since I pulled the microphone off. And I thought, let's yeah. not sabotage this show more. <laughs> right. Thanks. Thanks for that. Hey, I've set up. I had like the black light on going on over Cosmic and yeah. Wacko. I mean, it was like. You're such a dedicated arcade collector. You know that? I just I didn't want to. Uh, I just kept getting jealous of Mark's background. So I like decided I had to show off. This, this, this is degraded into such a dick waving contest. I'm glad we have a woman coming on the show. That'd be good. So, oh, and and well, I'll talk about this. I'll talk about this in a little bit. Nice. All right. <laughs> dick waving. Yeah. <sighs> oh wait. Oh wait. <laughs> oh, I should top up. It's, it's been I'm a drink. long day. I know you've had a heck of a drive. Uh, yeah. Five hundred miles. Oh my god! And in time for the show. <laughs> it's impressive. Ooh. God damn it! I damn thee! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I think that's from the Jerk, nineteen seventy-nine, somewhere in there. <laughs> that that series of like Steve Martin. Uh, so my printer Bills. broke on me this freaking two days ago. What did? My printer, scanner, oh. etc. Mine did too. I had to buy a new one. Well, it had to be... Was it a Canon? No, the new one's a Canon. The old one was an HP. Okay. My, my Canon MP610 lasted me almost 10 years. 
Mm. HP lasted 15 years, but it was no longer supported by Windows like three years ago. <laughs> so that kind of sucked ass. Yeah. <laughs> and so the last three years, it just coasted sitting there. Pretty well, sure it was working. <laughs> the Mac supported it, so I had to plug it into my Mac whenever I wanted to post. Uh, print, rather. That is crazy. We just we just got my dad. So my dad retired as of like the first, well, is retiring as of the first of the year. And he has, he's still in this generation where he prints up a bunch of his emails. Oh, God. And since he's retiring and no longer at work, he now needs a printer at home. So the big uh. Christmas present this year was a printer at home so he can print his emails. What? Who yeah, prints listen, their, there? Was I, a, uh, there was a guy at work that did that. His name was Ron. Well, I shouldn't say it. But he, uh, hey, yeah, like he, he's going to listen to this, this show. But Tell his name, Ron what? Livingstone? No, LipTech. Yeah. You're too close to your mic. Oh, just FYI. Sorry. It's very blurry. <clears throat> you probably could step back at least a foot. Anyhow, unless you're going to do some romantic talking. <laughs> then like come in. to happen right about now. Come in close. Do a little <laughs> golf calling here. We're just, it's yeah, Tiger. Try, He's moseying up to the green. He's Ron talk with the crotch light. Well, wait, wait, he's got the three wood out. <laughs> On the potty five green. Wood. Well, the, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> this is from Darren. Uh, he had like some. Uh, oh. Did you hear about that? No. He had what? He had some Tron side art that was. It, it had like teeny tiny little, you know, imperfections. So he sold like a whole set for ninety nine bucks shipped. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's very nice. <clears throat> All right, what do you sell? Why don't you just get this thing going, huh? All right. Okay. Sure. Huh. No audio. <laughs> Dave Elope. <Yeah. Alope. laughs> <laughs> Dave Elope said, What's up, Tards? And I'm sure that means People that are late for class or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see, our voices are there, but the music did not come through. Hmm. Mm. That's sad. It sounded really good, guys. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever that is, it's uh, it was muted. So, that's that's too bad. That's, that is really too bad. It sounded great on this end, I'll tell you. Maybe we'll just fill that in in post this time. Okay. <laughs> I really have time to test with an audience, you know. I, I can do it at home, and it looks good when I'm, you know, right. Hey. But uh, we should Brian have Jones we should have like a meeting requested. or something, like a meeting, so we hmm. know what's going Jones. on. Jones is requesting uh, more music, less Armitage. So. Oh. oh wow! That's. Uh, do you want to play the last like five seconds of the of it, and then you can. Get back into your groove. <laughs> oh, of the of the. Oh, I yeah. can just do it. Here I go. Da, 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 da. Wow. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> this is when you start reading. This is that's why we're doing this show. It's just the last show of the year is just a total fuck job. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Hello, and welcome to Season 4, Episode 6 of the Arcade Radio Podcast. Today is Thursday, December 26th, and the time is now approximately way past the time we usually start. 
Thanks for joining us in the Arcade Sphere. This is your host, Calamity Adam. Living up to my name, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Pernicious. What, Pernicious? It's not Mr. Pernicious. It's the Pernicious. Mark Time Runner Shields and Paradise Arcade Shop. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's just supposed to say Brian this week. Brian? Yeah. <laughs> Did you read my I thought, copy? I thought that was a mistake. No, it was going to be funny. But now it's not right. funny. <laughs> the name like keeps just, it resets after like eighteen like add-ons to the end of the name. Yeah. So I was just like, <laughs> I'm joined by my co-host, Pernicious Mark, Tom Renner Shields, and Brian. <laughs> that was going to be funny, but now it's not funny because my copy got fucking changed. Wow. <laughs> you should put like in parentheses. This is a joke in yeah, the show notes so that, that I know not to change them. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this show. Oh, by yeah. the way, by the way, we're gonna have Carrie Zoller on later with us. Uh, if we're, actually, it's like in fifteen minutes because we're so freaking or- organized tonight. We can move. We can run. We can run through this stuff. All right, but, I, but we got stories. All right. Well, I'll play a cue. See if that works. Oh, wait a minute, I don't want to play that. Yeah, I do. Good evening. The Arcade News, Arcade, with Spinball, Industry Alumni, Arcade Openings, Collecting, Celebrities, World Record Holders, Operators, Coin Op, Conventions, New Products and Gadgets, Gamers, The Arcade News. I am Brian McLeod. I am Adam Stevens. We interrupt the fellow And now, The Arcade News with Brian McLeod! Welcome to the Arcade News. We have a couple of stories today. We'll move through them quickly since we're starting late. Uh, the first news from Artnet.com, from Picasso to Pac-Man. Pac-Man. So um, in Akron, Ohio, the Akron Art Museum is adding an exhibit uh, featuring arcade games, which I feel like has happened a few times, huh. although not always arcade games. Sounds made um, up. What's up? It sounds made up. Well, evidently they started acquiring games a few years ago, and they are having this discussion of how uh, the arcade games and arcade game art has affected mainstream art and expression and how these are kind of an interaction between the games, the art world, and back and forth. And they go from uh, all the way back from things like Pac-Man and the 8-bit generation up through, um, they said, uh, Grand Theft Auto V. Which was, you know, I think a key in the artistic movement through the uh, recent years. But, uh, I mean, what do you guys... I, I mean, I... Part of the reason I buy games sometimes is because of the artwork. It's just... <laughs> there's some games with some amazing art on them. But what do you think about this as a part of museum exhibits, just featuring the art? Huh. Uh, I think it's... I think, you know, I mean, of course, almost anything can be art. But... Uh, it would be nice if they had games like on a nice circular podium that rotated and stuff like that, you know. Cha. No touching. Cha. No touching. No touching. No touching. Yes. No touching. I mean, I think when you talk to people like uh, Brian Colin and Jeff uh, Lee, they really, like, I mean, it obviously it's an integral part of what they're doing and how that relates to things, but it, it's... I don't know. Is affecting like the greater population of art? I don't know. I don't know. I like them. I love them, but not what I expect to see at the Modern Museum of Art. So after that riveting story, we'll move right along too. Um, Huntsville Arcade is starting a semi-pro esports team. Everybody's getting into this now, and I. So this is kind of an interesting crossover. This is an arcade, like classic arcade with a few consoles. 
and they're now starting a Fortnite team. What? Did you say Fortnite? Fortnite, it's like where everybody smells real bad at night. <laughs> it's a Fortnite. That's <laughs> how, how, how we do the show. It's fortnightly. I say fortnight, it's just before we went on the air. <laughs> it's fortnightly. Which so this is this is back in so Huntsville, Alabama, where evidently the Huntsville um, uh, Youth University Auxiliary. Oh. Well, no, the University of Alabama has a like you know whatever um, esports team. It's not like the varsity esports team or whatever. It's you know whatever the other. But um, now this arcade is actually sponsoring a. I don't know what semi pro is. They're talking about like competing for the. Uh, you know, competing for the three million dollars that the sixteen-year-old brought home and all that stuff. Okay. I, I just kind of, I, I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, you have this crossover between arcades and then going after this younger generation of people playing Fortnite and other games like that. Mm, semi-pro. I think that was a uh, Will Ferrell movie in two thousand eight. <laughs> it's a sequel to Teledega Teledega Nights. For reals? No. Oh. <laughs> I just. That was a joke. That was a joke. Oh, okay. I I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I will announce a new product since we're just ripping through the news tonight. Um, over on KLOV, and this has been on for a little bit of time. Uh, it's it actually posted back in September, but it's gaining some traction now. They are working on producing actual flat Atari T-molding, which I thought would make Adam very... Yeah, oh, my God. Wasn't I just talking about this? I think I was. You talk about this like every time we deal with T molding. Well, I know. I just am like, it's not really flat like the original stuff was, you know? Yeah. Okay, Paul. And then I complain some more, and I'm like, they should totally make some flat T molding, yo. And now they are. Yeah. To exact original Atari specifications. Sweet. Off of one of the machines. Who's pretty neat? Who is doing the T molding? Uh, Rothblog is. Um, I have the information here. Is he working with tmolding.com or their, their distributor or whatever? I didn't see where he was working. <laughs> so it's like... I have some T-molding. <laughs> it's not flat. What the fuck? <laughs> just, take, just take an X-Acto knife and carve the curve off. I was like, is there a fire somewhere? <laughs> said the old radio trick. You, <sighs> you missed it. And actually, it's, I'm sitting so, next to the fire. He said, so Andy Baldwin saying it's already been done. It has. Well, so I don't know if he's re-releasing it. Um, he's actually got it in matte or semi-gloss. Uh, and the pricing is posted here. Uh, 78 cents a foot for 1 to 140 feet, 70 cents a foot beyond that, uh, down to 62 cents a foot if you order 1,000 feet. That's awesome. Ooh, Mexican food. (laughs) I wish I had a Mexican (laughs) soundboard. And that, and that's and that's all I wanted to release for the news. We will move on on that wonderful note. Back in '82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Back, back to the cave with with. Time 
Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Thanks for that cue, Doc Brown. Welcome to 1985. We're going we're gonna to play a, a new segment. This is what, something new that we've been doing in Season 4. And um, I guess I, I should start by saying, remember the 80s? Bah! Of course you do. Well, some unwitting investors of some of the lesser-known and less popular titles of games were actually spending their hard-earned money thinking they were going to get to be Pac-Man rich. And so check out this. Well, here's the thing. So this thing's 11 minutes long. No, no, don't play the. At, at uh, two minutes, they play the ad that they use to lure people. And then once the ad finishes, just stop right there. And then we'll, we'll discuss whether that would have sold you. All right. Well, uh, see, this is very interesting. So, like, I want to play this. You know, I want to play this. But then I don't think people can hear it. I don't know. Uh, which is weird. So, you know, because I can hear it. So I'll play it off of YouTube, I guess, for tonight. I don't want to do the video thing because I think it's not going to work. Because I had it. Oh, you mean I was going to show the video, the video. Like, have people see it? Yeah. Oh well, I mean, we could prepare for that maybe at another time. Sure. I mean, I could try it and see if see if people can hear it. We could just turn it off and start over. It's not like we're on track, anyways, right? Right. So let's give it a shot. And the clincher. You'd better decide to invest fast before you let this hot up. We'll have to figure that out. That's, that's too bad. Because it's cool. You can see the... Oh, the zoom in on the on the Tempest. That was oh, nice. interesting. Sound was there the when they couldn't see the ad. All right, well, thanks for troubleshooting, audience. Let's just play the YouTube clip and see how that goes for now. So we're going to go to uh, two minutes and what now? No, play it from the beginning, and then at two minutes, they play the ad, and then you can, like, stop right there. Okay. So, uh, from... So start from the beginning, and then around two minutes, the newscaster says, this is what they were, you know, shown to, to try to lure them, and then they show, like, a commercial that was used to get investors. Yeah, okay. So... It's a sure thing, and... You'd better decide to invest fast before you let this hot opportunity get away. Tonight we're going to take a look at a business which has gotten a lot of attention lately. Video games. Play them for fun, but invest in them at your own risk. to be made in the video game business. Last year, five and a half billion dollars. In that Leisure Time Electronics coin-operated game show this weekend. They said that the um, video industry was a booming industry and that they were a manufacturer of these games and that they were looking for good people in this area to become distributors for them. 23-year-old so Randy Zamata was ready for the pitch. Newly married, these games were going to be his ticket out of hard times. So for $7,000, some of it borrowed, he bought two games. They showed me a lot of figures. They had newspaper clippings, and some of the newspaper clippings said that you can make 300 a week. Some said you could make 150, some said 200 a week. But they said that they'd like to use a figure of $75 a week as their base so that they wouldn't overstate their product. But they made you feel like the machines could make more than that easily. 
Sounds good. But Randy didn't make $300 a week, or $150, or even $75. He made $15 on one of his two games. And he couldn't even find a place to put the other one. Just last Wednesday, Randy Zamata got his check from Leisure Time Electronics for $6,900. What's more, Leisure Time now tells us it is no longer selling the games Zamata, Acer, and the Cirellas bought. They were Moonlander, Astrolaser, and Space Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, that's terrible. I'm very sad yeah. to hear that. It's Isn't it funny that every game that you have at your house, some there might be some sad story with yeah. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's terrible. That's awful. It's terrible. Well, I mean, to think that's you know, it's the same thing that happens in any business, especially any booming business. Somebody latches onto it, says, "I'm going to sell." arcade games to people i'm gonna be and then i'm gonna write myself out of it so i'm gonna sell these crappy games that i know won't make any money uh i'm gonna tell them that there and then when they argue over it i'm gonna tell them it's because of the location they chose and not give them any guarantee so i don't have to re, you know, refund their money oh wow so that's that's classic uh <laughs> you know there's so many of these articles where Everyone is either, you know, either kids are delinquents and there's they shouldn't open arcades or, you know what I mean? It's like. Well, you know, people say that the it, social media is like outrage media where people are always reacting because they're, try, you know, everything's outraging them. Right. Right. Well, it's it's not new. T- television in the 80s clearly did that on, yeah. on the regular. <laughs> Yeah, any business. I mean, isn't that how Amway works? You sell a bunch oh, of arcade man. games to people. <laughs> <laughs> and then their friends sell two games. Yeah. And then if you sell two games to anyone else, then yes. you get $75. <laughs> he made $15. Should never have put that game. <laughs> I wonder where he put it. You know, they don't tell you that. No. Well, they, they, they do have one woman who's, you know, I'll post this in the chat so people can can listen watch it so but it's it's uh it's pretty interesting yeah Yeah. and we did they sold numerous arcade games i don't want to put that in the chat no way amway did that yeah yeah oh i thought you were like talking about amway and their cleaning supplies and all that that was a joke oh damn it (laughs) the hell (laughs) i believed you (laughs) so did sabart Seabart. <laughs> Kabart. <laughs> He's from Canada. Avon It's Canada Bart because the American Bart was already, the U.S. Bart was already taken. <laughs> Us Bart. <sighs> okay, let's let's jump to the chase here. What's in the juke? What's in the juke? What? What's in the in juke? The juke. Welcome to What's in the Juke, where we play a little tiny part of a song so that we don't get busted by the authorities, and you, the listener, get to pick the title and the artist. If you get... (coughs) Sorry. Go ahead. If you get one of them, you get a half point. 
Oh, uh, that's when I play a clip for a half point. Half point. Half point. <laughs> if you get both the artist and the song, full you get a full point. point. Yes. I jumped the gun Some, on that one. Sometimes people uh, have to like <laughs> fight to get the song right, so you'll hear like arguments. Oh, yeah. That happens all the time. We go by the we go by the order of what we see in the chat on the yeah. on YouTube. So That's you may do. type something that appears to be before other stuff people said, but what we see is, is what goes. So the first uh, clip uh, goes yeah. something like this. Oh boy, no! Uh, that sounded good. It did, except for <clears throat> it wasn't the track. It was a different track. <laughs> That's the right one. Man, Dave Lope and Andy Bauman were, were totally ready. <laughs> yeah. But but wrong. Journey! <laughs> Peter Cetera. Uh, we get flagged for Journey no matter how much we play. I know. They're like, they hate Journey fans for some Here's reason. Here's a tip. No Journey tonight. Okay. That's 13 seconds. That is a lot. This happens to be one of my favorite artists. Ooh. Brian Jones on the scoreboard. Talk to me. Yes. There we go. And who is it by? We got uh, the the girl girl from from Fleetwood Fleetwood Mac. Mac. I I will accept that. (laughs) Full point. Full point for Brian Jones. That was Stevie Nicks. (laughs) <laughs> At least he didn't say Lindsey Buckingham. They get people get those guys confused all the time. Oh, that Lindsey Buckingham is hot. <laughs> yeah, dude, God, he's. I mean, she's so hot. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. Uh, How about another one? All right. Sounds good. That's a hard one. Did you just pick hard ones tonight for fun? That was, that's good. Okay, that's sort of a dead giveaway. Andy Bauman cut. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. Oh, nice. I like your lay, by the way. Very oh, thank nice. Thank you. Yeah. That's a. Uh... <laughs> it sounded it sounded like lay worthy. <laughs> All right, next track. Oh, wait. Yeah, next track. <clears throat> oh, well. Uh, maybe Is it the a, live track? Yeah. No, it's not. I've had to... I had to play the single version because there's... The album version plays broken before it, so... Yeah, interesting. That's a good... That's, uh, this also, like, probably top three bands right here for me. Have you ever seen them play? Four times I've seen them. Oh, man. I saw them at Red Rocks. It is Cheers for Fears, Mike Page. Yes, got that point. Head over heels. He gets the full point. Full point. Full point. Nice. Full point. Well, thanks. A little late. Don't you think? 
close enough. <laughs> oh, this next track. Oh, I love this track. When I first heard this as a kid, I thought this was the coolest song ever. <laughs> I did. I don't know. I can't see that. But okay. It's pretty funny. Okay. It's a, it's a fast song. It is. That's probably why I liked it. Long shake your body, baby. Do the conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Well, <laughs> I suppose that'll be it for that one. <laughs> play the beginning again. Okay. <laughs> Long shake your body, baby. Do the conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. <laughs> I don't have an actual trumpet, so that's as good as it gets. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you put that too. Andy Baldwin's the winner. <laughs> Andy Baldwin got the title and the artist. Nice. That was Conga by Miami Sound Seabart, I know you can get on the score. You can get on the score list. It's, it's going to happen, especially with this song right now. <laughs> hey, do we have any guests joining us right now? I, I see something in the chat, in the Skype chat. No, that was me. Oh, I'm just going to check, make sure we're not missing anybody. Okay, all right. Oh, back to our regularly scheduled program. Oh. This song, oh, like I said, this song is for Chris. I gotta make sure I pick the right one. Oh, we had this song. <laughs> oh, there's two versions. I'm gonna try this one first. God, this is the right one. You think that's enough? It's pretty good. Wham! Andy Baldwin. Bam! Cleaning up. Uh, I'm your man. You know what? Ooh. Rajav. Hey. Hey. Well, hi. Well, let's make sure you're on the video. Yeah. So we can we can see you now. We have a we have a latecomer here. Yeah, it's slacker. <laughs> California time. We're chilling out, dude. Right. It's like 2 a.m. over there. I mean, whatever. Yeah, 2 p.m. Yeah. Math is hard. Oh, yeah. Math is hard. Yeah, you just woke oh, up. Oh, welcome to the show. At least, there's, at least there's one pretty face on here. And Brian. Hey! What? I think he was talking about you, Mark. He was about uh, what? I was actually talking about Brian. Look at that profile. Just like, <laughs> just like Alfred Hitchcock. I had the strong jawline <laughs> under the beard. Wow. <laughs> Well, you just popped right in in the middle of what's in the juke, so that's great. Uh, so far, we've had Talk to Me by Stevie Nicks, Love is the Seventh Wave by Sting, Head Over Heels by Tears for Fears, Conga by Miami Sound Machine, and I'm Your Man by Wham, and a newcomer just got, actually, I, he, 
Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Is it Rajav? Rajav Srivasan? Srivasan? Sounds right. Well, uh, that person uh, got both the name and the song, and he got the name of the band correct with the exclamation point. Take that, Andy Baldwin. (laughs) Well, Andy Baldwin actually got the, uh, the artist first. I know, but he forgot the exclamation point. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Uh, I can. I'm gonna go with that. What a what a great thing! A band with an exclamation point in their name. That's just full point <laughs> for the newcomer. RS. I'm gonna call him RS because I don't know how to pronounce his name yet. So, um, um yeah, that means we're up to the, the next track. Track. Is everybody got? Who's typing? Brian, stop sexting. I'm done. I never type. <laughs> you got in the middle of what's in the juke, Carrie. It's uh, we're halfway there. <laughs> this is uh, okay. Here's here we go. The message is perfectly simple. The meaning is clear. <laughs> that's it. That's good. That should be enough. Yeah. <sighs> How was your it's drive home, Carrie? How was your drive home? Whoa! Uh, it was it was it was you know commuty. Actually, it's super light because nobody was at work today. It felt like but me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And a handful of other suckers. I was at work too. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sucker club. <That's>, yeah. <laughs> be, be near me, ABC. Uh, Andy Baldwin. Got the, he's he's in two points. What the heck? He got the artist too. Yes. Oh my God! <clears throat> yeah. Hey Rajav, if I'm saying your name wrong, let me know. Fill up, feel free to spell it out phonetically. Rajav, <laughs> I, I'm gonna call him Rajav. Yeah, I like. Say that. it loudly to, at the computer. How Rajab. it is that you actually pronounce it? Full point. Full point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and if Adam doesn't get it right, just keep yelling louder and louder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Brian Jones is asking, which Blue Oyster did this music come from? Brian, this is from 1985, sir. <laughs> Do I have to play any more of that? I mean, I could. Nice. (laughs) I can't see it. I feel good. I feel good. Brian Jones, live, living in America. Rajav, James Brown. That's right. I think we have a split on that one. That's a half point for each. Half point. Correct. All right. Well, that's good. This is uh, this is uh, this is getting serious. And he gave you the phonetic writing <laughs> spelling there, so you can. It's... <laughs> It's a lot of fighting. That's awesome. <laughs> it's uh, Raghavi Srinivasan. Oh, oh, he. Rag. he rag, rag. Hey, is, it, is it Rag or Rag? Rag. See, see, cause, rag. Yeah. I, I think I would think it'd be Rag. By the end of the night, we're going to have this pronunciation. Okay, good. <laughs> so. We'll have him join the show after the interview's over. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, good. 
All right. <laughs> Say your name. So we he can, can call in and leave a message. Yeah. That's that's we had this song on before. And we had the same problem. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Oops. What's the name of the song? Well, yeah. What's know. the title? That is, that doesn't necessarily mean that was the title. Come on. Who got it? I'm not even paying attention right now. Ryan, uh, no, Andy Baldwin pulls ahead. Full point. He got a full point. That's right. Wow. All right. Well, that's good. All right. Next, uh, next track. Uh, This is a this is a good song. Doesn't get a lot of airplay. The other song on this album does. That's it. I was at Home Depot and they were playing this. (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, I'm, it's going on. What's in the juke? <laughs> no, I, and I think I was somewhere else earlier that day, and they played it again. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> it's like kismet. Bruce Springsteen is correct. Sebart. Seabart. Canadian Bart. Wait, Seabart's name is Chris, right, Carrie? Am I just? A... It's Sorry, C-Bart. I had to unmute. Yes, it's Seabart. Okay, good. Yes. I think I've met Seabart before a couple times. Apologies. Full point. Wait, got nobody it. got anything yet, did they? Uh, well, Chris got the title. Oh, my, my hometown. Oh, wait, you got both. Seabart. Well, yes. There he goes. Got a full point. Full can, we, point. Can, we use, can we use the F word on this show? No. Usually... Fuck no. Because <laughs> I believe that, that Seabart's full name is fucking Seabart. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. At least that's what he goes by at Grinkers. We usually go uh, the the litmus test for swearing on the show is usually you know we kind of play off the guest and uh, <laughs> oh yeah so, we try not to swear in front of uh, well <laughs> you know pretty much anyone yeah. except for yeah, today yeah. today I was having a, a conniption when we started the show so you know par for the course I. Yeah. I was about to say in front of Steve Wozniak, and I'm like, wait a minute, he's never been on the show. So. <laughs> oh, that never, that's why I yeah. broke down into silence. <laughs> you know that guy who started Atari? That guy, we didn't curse. Oh, yeah. So, G-rated. here comes an oldie but a goodie. Ready? Okay. Okay, sure. I hope I'm playing the right one. Oh, this is it. I think my bubble gum just went down my throat. <laughs> was, was it good? <laughs> oh, this song is so many white men over by dances to this song. <laughs> oh, how well look. I know Whitney Houston. Metropolis. Boom. Raghav killing it. Wait a minute. Well, not Metropolis. Metropolis got it, man. Eddie and Metropolis went all in, name yeah. and artist, in one typing. You know what? Oh. He gets full a full point, point and a half, half point. for that. He gets a one and a half points for doing it all in one line. <laughs> and beating everyone else. Let's just give him two points. Let's give him two points. Full point. <laughs> my, my. <laughs> Scoring gone awry. 
Oh, we got one left. We do. Uh, <clears throat> we've played this one on right the show too. Score right now. Andy Baldwin is in first place with three points. I think I know Ra- the theme of the show of this. Rukhav is two point five points, and uh, let's see, Metropolis at one point five. Oh wait, Brian Jones. Brian Jones, yes. Oh, what's the topic? Brian Jones will choke though. Ah, Brian, sorry. Yeah. You could probably get it from that if you're a fan. But why don't we do this instead? We'll go to the middle. Is that a good spot? the artist. That is so my senior year. I love this album so much. <laughs> it's a kind of mad chick. Queen is correct. Kenny Brian Loggins got it. is not. Who who got it? Brian got them both? Brian Frober. Cool. Kill I told machine. You. Brian Frober says Gleek is Rajab, this guy. <laughs> oh, boy. Damn it, Gleek. <laughs> it's Gleek. <laughs> it's not Rajab, but you keep calling that, so that's... Sorry. <laughs> okay, Gleek, fine. <laughs> Andy Baldwin's the winner. Yeah. Oh, that's fantabulous. Thanks for guessing. These songs came out in December 1985, according to Billboard and your mom. <laughs> and, your, and your mom. What? That's not even true. <sighs> there may be a voicemail. You might want to check into that. What? Yep. But. Yeah. But. <laughs> why is Google so slow today? Did you guys notice that? Where did Mark go? Is he refilling? He's putting away his tea molding. I, yeah, my tea molding. I had it in the way. <laughs> I have a lot of tea molding. <laughs> yes, you do. flat. Now, you're going to have to rebuy it all now. Damn it. That's it. Carrie, did you hear about that? No, I did not. What happened? Well, the uh, f- flat tea molding on uh, KLOV. Yeah. Oh, so. yes. I I saw that thread a while back when it was first when there was an interest thread, but I haven't uh, caught up. Is did things go horribly horribly awry? No, no, oh, no. Oh. He's re- reordering it's and redoing it, and yeah. Oh. oh, awesome! Yeah, making it to so. Atari specs. Yeah, it looked like he was doing an amazing job, and a lot of folks helped by sending in pieces and taking a look at it. It's amazing the differences, you know, the very subtle differences between the different. You know, the different brands, the different uh, mm-hmm. cabinets, and then how people have developed an eye to be able to spot it from a mile away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's way too rounded. That's not, you know, that's doesn't yeah. have the right lip on it. Nope. <laughs> I know. I use sock mallet to make sure all my tea molding fits. So. And then the next thing that's going to be is, is the leather, because none of the Ooh. leather that's out there is any good either. What? No. So I'm that's also, mostly what I got. Yeah, sorry about that, but it, it's not even printed on the whole thing. If you look at that tea molding you have, it's like rounded and there's it's partially leather printed and the rest is smooth. Oh, it's okay. terrible. And it didn't, I want the journey stuff is the wrong color. So. I want the Moroccan side for the. That's the one that kills me. Is the the side for Dragon's Lair? Sure. You just can't get that texture anymore. Huh. You're close, but. Well, <laughs> should we see what's in the hopper here? Oh yeah, okay. 
Right, why is that so quiet? I'm going to redo that thing. All right. That's better. Thank you for calling 612-548-GAME. This is Arcade Radio. Please leave your message after the tone. Hey, Arcade Radio Christmas podcasters. It's your buddy, Bob Zarzadek, control panel expert and technician. I'm just giving you a call. Uh, I almost uh, wasn't able to call today because I was able to get rid of my herpes. It's it's great not having herpes, you know, because you don't have to like worry about it, you know, you know where people notice it and stuff, you know. <laughs> I don't know if you've been in public and people see you know your herpes and so you know you know you know now now that I think about it, I think I'm saying it wrong. It's her hair piece, hair piece, yeah, 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 you. See, I, I was uh, shaving my sideburns, and uh, one of them came off, and uh, so I had to like get a little hairpiece, put it on there, so that you know people didn't think I was a weirdo with you know half a sideburn. <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry, yeah, I, you know my pronunciations, you know they're not exactly you know spot on, but you know we're working on it. Hey, hey, Carrie Zoller, sorry about uh, bringing up uh, you know my hairpiece. Uh, I don't know why I thought it was topical. Christmas. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and last time he was on the show, he had syphilis. Uh, oh wait, no, no, he had sniffles. Sniffles. <laughs> yeah, sniffle us. I see a, I see a sense of pattern here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I like about this show is how professional it is. Yeah, <laughs> what I like about it. And we've we've been we've been spot on this whole show. We started out with what talking about uh, dick waving, and then uh, it's only gone like great since then. <laughs> and Mark pulled out the big tube. We were talking about the three wood. You know, I mean, it's just been good. Oh, someone's yeah. been drinking. That's not me. One oh. beer. I'm just recounting everything. Hey, <laughs> don't make me go to sleep on you. Oh. <laughs> Think Carrie knows about that. Look at that! Uh, look at that T-shirt she's got on there. Token, yeah. token girl. That's pretty. Yes, good. I thought I thought I'd bust out the token girl. So you had it since you had your token girl this time. Oh Although I'm not gosh. your. I know I'm not the first girl you've had on the show. She continued on with the sentence. Now it's, but tonight I'm the token girl. Now it's just awkward. Is Jim in the chat yet? Because that would be good. So that'd be, <laughs> what's, what's Jimbo doing? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I did. I did think. I just. I said we were looking forward to get uh, you digging the dirt on him, dishing the dirt. So, like, tell us if his toilet's clean. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Does he put the <laughs> lid down? Does he cook? Does he really clean? Which, you know. <laughs> I don't know. These are things we want to know. Secret motivation for y'all. You. Are you Minnesota? Just, just want to find the dirt on it. Oh, oh yeah. Do we want the Even dirt? The Minnesota boys. We want the dirt on that Jimbo Dini. Yeah, exactly. 
Don't you know? <laughs> old bait and switch. Don't oh, you know? The Christmas video. We really want to hear about Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas <laughs> video. Christmas <laughs> video. What are we even talking about? Did he shoot the video topless? I don't know. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, he would have been topless. That was in the blooper reel. Oh, yeah. you're... <laughs> You're okay. Let's start this interview. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 I just want to say welcome to the show, Carrie Zoller. Thank you. I feel like I should suddenly act like I've just joined. Oh, uh, you oh, should. Here. Well, just like with, in post, I'm going to edit the in shit post, out of I'll, this. It's just going to be. Just keep the little picture of me up. Yeah. yeah edit out any words. That... <laughs> well, we started with a picture of you up. So it's you with your Miss Pac Man going like this. Yeah. <laughs> So, yes, my future BitKit cabinet. I'm very excited about that. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mine is a BitKit. Mm. Yeah, that's perfect. See, that. That, that game kind of cried to me, at least, kind of cries for a BitKit, maybe because I'm honestly I'm not a huge fan of Ms. Pac Man. Sure. But it's the number one game that is requested by my non arcade friends. Yeah. And I open up my arcade each year at uh, Halloween, and that's, yeah. Do you have, you know, I, it, there's a few other requests, but mainly it's yeah. do you have Miss Pac-Man? And Ms. so Pac-Man. this is a way. And then yeah, it's... Galaga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. Galaga. Do you have Galaga? Galaga. I love that game. I'm so good at that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. So I figure that's a way I can have a Miss Pac-Man, but also be but have it as something that I'm going to use it because I'm oh, yeah. probably not much Ms. Pac-Man, honestly. But I love the games. And to me, the games that Crafty Mac has put on the BitKit, that's crazy. I can't wait to get Crazy Kong. I haven't done the impo- the update yet. Have you done that yet? I don't have mine up. In, I, I am re- waiting to restore the game oh. first. before. I, so I have, I actually, speaking of, of Jim, it was a birthday present for me. Oh, um, I was, see. Was the, the BitKit, but I nice. haven't done anything on the restoration on that cabinet yet. I have a couple other, of one other project ahead of it, and then I'll move on to that. But I figure if I put the BitKit in now and do all of that, then I'm never going to get around to the cosmetics because that's just, <laughs> once it's playing right. Right. Right, then it's like, oh, well, it's going to be yeah. in between games. Nobody will see. I'm like, no, I got, I can't. It's going to be my reward. It's like the icing on the cake. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. Well, you know, uh, the BitKit is, it's a wonderful thing. Do you have the little adapter so you don't have to modify your Ms. Pac-Man? The Pac-Jam? I, no, I don't have anything yet, honestly, but the Ms. Pac-Man and the BitKit. Like, I need to, I need to do the whole, the whole thing. I need to get the. So this guy uh, here. Uh, this guy here has this thing called the Pac-Jama adapter. And, uh, <laughs> it's kind of odd because you're pointing down. Yeah. And to well, me, the, you're the... Because <laughs> that's what it looks like to the chatters. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> Where's he at? Is he over here? I don't know where he he's is. Down, he's he's down. He's to your left. <laughs> so just look over that way. Okay, I gotta get, I gotta look at the. I had, I had so moved we, my. We all have like YouTube open oh. at the same time as like Skype and then the show oh, yeah. notes. Oh, and... Okay, now, I see now. <laughs> no, I can see the picture. I'd moved over so I could just oh, see the chat on the, the YouTube. The chatters don't even know what to do now that there's a woman on this show. They're just all like, <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> oh, I, I recognize many of these. <laughs> yes, I see. This. I see. This. Some people are here to heckle me. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> nice. Steve nice. Frober and Dave from Buffalo. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
We ignore Brian Jones. We just don't answer him. He talks and we just pretend he's not speaking. We delete his chats later. It's the kind of love we have for him. Did you, did you guys see that ad I posted like just before the, the show went live on Facebook? Uh, yeah, I posted another ad below it. Oh, okay. The, I was driving. Well, I posted a couple. One of Mark reading mines, which I don't know if he saw that one. What? <laughs> it's funny. Okay, I got to check that out. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I, I posted a picture of you hauling your Miss Pac-Man around, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, that was a pickup. Nice. It was it was the first all female pickup I've ever had. I, I, I literally that sounded kind of odd, didn't it? It did. Um, it did. I, I'm listening. The, <laughs> my God, we just had a spike in chatter viewership. <laughs> We're at six. It was, it, well, it, it, so here's the total stereotype. I was I saw that on um, Facebook Marketplace. I think oh, it's, yeah, that's yeah. the first and the one and only game I've gotten off of Facebook Marketplace, and the little icon, you know, the name was was female, and I have to say I automatically assumed that it was somebody else posting under like his wife or girlfriend's account, and I just assumed that when I showed up it'd probably be a dude, and <laughs> it wasn't, and I'm like, oh bad on me like of all people to be like oh I'm you know so many times I've shown up to pickups. Um, and had, you know, somebody expecting, like, you know, do the double take, like, whoa, you're a girl. Uh, <laughs> to the point where one time I went to pick up, <laughs> I've been to pick up a game in San Jose. And um, I was, I got out of the car, I saw the guy standing out in front of the house, you know, kind of doing that, like, look around thing. And so I'm walking, and I'm, you know, I'm walking towards them, and I smile, and I wave. And he's still, like, looking behind me, he's looking Oh no! <laughs> the, one, the one you've been talking to. Um, so yeah, bet on me that I just assumed that it would be you know some dude, and um, it was uh, yeah actually it was a couple in um, up in the wine country who had had their house basically singed from the fire a couple years ago, oh, yeah. and the house it was fascinating to it stayed and chatted with her for a while. You know, you meet some really interesting people in the in the hobby. They got this game for um, their kids years ago, and you know the kids moved out, and you know they wanted to have room, that sort of thing. And she showed me that where the church across the street had burned down. That you know you could. She said that the it got so hot that her windows cracked. Um, the fence burned, wow. but their house remained. It, you know, it, fire is just—it's uh, scary and fascinating, yeah. and um, just makes you very humbled in terms of what nature can do. Yeah. And um, and at that point where there's just no power to be able to change this onslaught that's coming at you, and they just got incredibly lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it was just—it was fascinating being there. There's still you know the signs thanking the first responders. Um, it was it, it was a kind of an a moving moving sort of a experience for a for a arcade pickup in a way that I wasn't expecting. That is oh man, that's pretty cool. That's a that's a fun story to kick off, and now it, it's just set the tone for the rest of the show. So thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely a disaster. Oh, I remember when the next disaster happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. 
That's but, it, but it but it led to the first girl on girl pickup, as they're saying <laughs> in the chest. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yes, that's great. That's great. So let's yeah. let's talk a little bit she about. Was awesome. She helped me. We we loaded it in. We had to get it over like this gravel driveway, and we loaded it into the vehicle together, and I was nice. on my way. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you do for a living and uh, about your hobby. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, for, for a living, I am but a, a lowly government state employee, servant of the state of, peop- of the people of California. Um, California. California. <laughs> California. Did you, did you make it through the, the Schwarzenegger years? I did. Oh, what was no. that like? Um, you know, I, it's funny. I'm, I'm, I'm a bigger fan of him now, um, but I wasn't a huge fan at the time when he was our when he was our governor. And I would go into the building every day, and his picture was on the wall because, of course, I worked in the state building, so he was a little. This is my picture. Surreal. Yeah, yeah. You liked my picture. This is me on the wall. Never. So I work in San Francisco. He never came to our office. When um, Brown was our governor, I saw Brown once or twice, but more often I would see his dogs. So he had a little had a little dog that would get walked and his dog walker would come out. He wasn't in, in the building very often, um, but uh, every, one, every once in a while I'd, I'd see him. It's, uh, I, the, my, the building I work in houses a number of different state offices. I don't work for the for the executive branch of government. Um, <laughs> <laughs> civics lesson. <laughs> Honey, let's do it. Let's go to Mars. <laughs> but yes, I did. Uh, I have snuck one game into my office. Actually, I did it... <laughs> Openly and notoriously, as one would say, oh, um, yeah. they, did, they actually so they've been doing. They're trying to build morale, uh, and so one year, the first year they did the morale building thing in the office, I brought my whack a mole. Oh, so cool. yeah. which is which is a yeah fun, cool game. It's something that it's one of those games that I definitely have more for other people because it's not like at the end of the day, honestly, I'm gonna like I thought maybe I go into the garage and like you know whack yeah. my moles. Get a little bit. Um, yeah, but, but, it didn't, but honestly, it's more, it's just a little more uh, satisfying to shoot stuff. So you know, more <laughs> pew 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 than whack whack whack. I so, really like whacking stuff. <laughs> moles, moles. I like whacking moles. What happened? What happened? Here? Did everyone make, just lose we're it? Emphasizing this point. Okay, so now, whack-a-mole. I like that because it's like a, you so know, you, it's not really a video game, but it's sort of like an in-between of a, uh, you it, know, well, it's more, an more arcade modern. game. It's an arcade yes. game. So it is, and it's an original whack-a-mole. Is that right? It is. Yes, it is. And did you yeah. get did you get Aaron Fector to sign it? Ah, <laughs> uh, Aaron. That would be cool. Have you ever had Aaron on uh, the Hangouts? No. Oh, yeah. We we y'all do a lot of work, and it's great because we have very different kinds of productions, shall we say? Because I do, it's like I hesitate to even call ours a show. Like you, you seek out guests and you do things. We just show up and hang out with each other, and people who show up in the chat do. And every once in a while, if somebody say, "Hey, can you know, can I be a guest?" And we're like, "Are you sure? <laughs> okay. Um, have you seen the show?" <laughs> oh, <my laughs> like ours comes with a disclaimer. Um, <laughs> And, <laughs> it's a free for all. It's awesome. It, it, it is. It's uh, 
<laughs> it's so eerily quiet in your room. It's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm used to shouting oh. over like, you know, nine uh, guys. Nine people. Yeah, I know that. I, I, I actually, every Tuesday, I almost log in and go into the show. <laughs> but then I'm like... I better not do this. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you used to be you used to be on pretty regularly, Mark. Well, back I, in the old I, days, I've moved back into my office, and so I think I might make another appearance. I, I've been I've been moved out, and I was in the living room, and I was always interfering with cooking shows or whatever. Seabart says, "Wait, A H O is a show? No one told me that five years ago." <laughs> Oh, it's a show. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to call it a production. There is a good episode where I'm on a plane and somehow I'm streaming from the plane. Oh, has anybody else done that? I feel like somebody else has done that, but oh well. You're not supposed to do that, but that's awesome. Correct. They don't like you to stream things. Yeah, Dave. Dave from Buffalo, I know, streamed from a. I think it was a Burger King drive-through. I think he's in the chat. That's awesome. That's winning. That is winning. That's awesome. (laughs) Hashtag Charlie Sheen. Okay, back to the interview. Back to the interview. We have all kinds of questions. We have all kinds of questions. So there's this holiday video. We should probably start with that, right? So tell us a little bit about the video, and I'll cue it up so we can play a little bit of it. Okay. Although we're very strict about the copyright on this. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, no more than seven seconds. I'm probably going to end up getting flagged by Carrie Zoller. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's funny. I did a search for your name and and our show came up first. Oh. <laughs> it says says we're live. Awesome. I should probably yeah. get I should probably get on uh, that. I like that. That's good. Yeah. So I. So this is the third of the holiday musical parodies parody videos it actually started um with poems so it columns, was I think, the game columns right is that what you said no poems oh poems poems but, as yeah, in so it starts so i started with uh, limericks yeah, yeah <laughs> i started by bastardizing christmas poems okay and i think First, the first year was "Twas the Night Before Christmas," and really, it was. I had been, you know, part of this of this uh, experience on Tuesday nights, and it was kind of a. I don't know. It was like my gift back to the guys. Like I wanted to do. It was kind of an ode to the arcade hangout crew, and it, it revolved a lot around them. <clears throat> it was called the "Twas the Tuesday Before Christmas" instead of the night before Christmas. And the next year, I did um, a takeoff on the Grinch Who Stole Christmas. And it was the uh, commercial maimer who stole Christmas. <laughs> and after that, after that, and that that was fun. That was a very long poem. Um, and that was a little more of like the global uh, the global collecting community, and I, I call and it was I named Clav a lot. Um, I know some folks call it KLOV, mm-hmm. but uh, so I talked a lot about Clav in that particular poem. And then I ran out of Christmas poems, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> come on, somebody think of a Christmas poem. There's got to be another Christmas poem." Mm-hmm. And I couldn't think of another one, <laughs> so that's <laughs> so then it was bastardizing songs, and um, I was very like very nervous to try to sing on air. I was afraid that my voice would get all like, you know, frozen because I was terrified because I was singing live on, on, on international YouTube waters. And so I, I talked to Jim about, um, if he would record it 
because then it could be controlled and I wouldn't have to try to sing it live. And sure. I knew the version wouldn't suck too bad. And because I'm not, you know, I'm not a great singer, but um, I muddle through. I love doing the lyrics. It's just the singing part that kind of sucks for me. But, um, and I said, you know, hey, I have like PowerPoint. Could we do like a PowerPoint slide in the background? Because that first song was all about uh, games that had been maimed and turned into something, you know, basically the Hellcade stuff. Yeah. And, uh, so I, in fact, I took some pictures off of the Hellcade posts, uh, that thread on Clove, and mm-hmm. um, as well as some others that I had found. And I was like, can we do like a PowerPoint presentation in the background so people could see the, the horrible machines that I'm singing about? And um, and it was kind of a last minute deal when I came up with this. So we, Jim didn't have a lot of time to work with it, but he wasn't going to make do with just a, a like, PowerPoint. PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I would have been. I mean, that was like, well, let's just be awesome. He, he likes production, um, you know, so. Yeah. That's yeah, good. He's, he's very good at it. So you guys came up with the idea of doing a video. Yes. Yeah. So he turned it into something bigger um, than our, than kind of the, just the PowerPoint. And then last year we uh, had a bit more time because we then planned ahead and so then it turned, then it suddenly now it's become like a full on production. Yeah. Video. Um, yeah, ne- next year I expect you to film in IMAX. Be careful what you wish for. We want like you know. Want oh to be yeah, VR. Like, there yeah. we go. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the following year. <laughs> we'll go for the 3D. That would be good. Have everybody can put on like glasses. That'd be But it re- and it really is. I'll say quite the production. Um, I. I think I got the idea for this year's song shortly after Christmas last year. Um, I wrote it, but the last couple of years I've written the song in like either the spring um, or maybe early summer. It was recorded in the summer. And mm. because I, we can only record when I'm in Minnesota because that's where his equipment is. Oh, yeah, so it's it's so we only have a limited number of filming opportunities. Yeah. So we really have to coordinate it, which is part of the fun of it. Not really is um, <laughs> sarcasm. Yeah, y- y'all y- y'all have some really cold weather, and some of uh, I see the last yeah, the last two I don't years know what I've she's got things about. that have. <laughs> that have start, you know where it's like it starts like in this you know whatever the the progress of of the song and the little so I try to tell a story in the in the song and usually it's it started in like the summertime and it's been a progression of time last year the theme was um, waiting for my parts to arrive how long it takes to get parts and I you know get this broken game and I'm gonna fix it because I don't need to wait for parts and then I you know all the delays that we encounter and that we try that to was done something. to which tune. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> shoot, what's a real one? Good King oh, Wenceslas. Uh, yeah. Ooh, that would be a good one. <laughs> uh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> the Winter Wonderland. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so this one is this this one's called Hopes Were Up, and it's done to Jingle Bells. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna play just a little clip out of it, uh, out of the middle of it. I posted the link in the chat. If you watch the whole video, but here's a little clip. On the waste of time that day. Hey, the market's dry. New apps I try, but the story stays the same. Oh, what fun it is to collect vintage arcade games. Right. A week or two ago, <laughs> on Facebook I did find a 
fair price on a pango struck a deal. It was mine. In a twist to this tale, got a message sad to see. Cancellation of the sale, a better offer he received. A better oh. offer he received. <laughs> awesome. Okay, whose blue car are you driving? Let's start there. <laughs> I know that's that's an awesome car. That's Jimbo's. Okay, and and, and the when you have a wad of cash in your hand, I noticed that it was twenties, but there was a ten in there also. I know. Whose money that? Oh, that was mine. I totally forgot that we were filming that scene, and it, we filmed it on like a Sunday. And I have a credit union, so I couldn't go to like try to get big bills anywhere. So we're just like, okay, like I think there's ones back there. You know, it was yeah, yeah, it's like seventy-two dollars. Like, <laughs> I, I, I absolutely meant to get like a couple of big bills, and totally spaced, but you know. And, and I was gonna say on the weather thing, a lot of times actually there's a blooper where I'm like, you know, bouncing around. It's because I'm freezing my ass off because we were filming some like summer scene and it was I forgot what it was out there it was so cold it was so cold it was like got a jacket and I throw it off and we film and I'm like let me get my jacket back on <laughs> was that food fight arcade game Craigslist was that real or was that something that you guys put in stage I can answer oh. that question are you can't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Carrie though that's, that's her story go ahead no, all that's all those all those ads that Jim created. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the actual game is Chris Rhodes in the in the movie. Oh. Yes. In, yes, in the, indeed. Yeah. yeah, Chris was a sweetheart. And yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> He's a, I mean, it's interesting. I, I could talk about Chris's uh, restoration work all day long, and people have. I mean, it's he's probably the foremost restoration expert in Minnesota. Um He's everything he he does looks brand spanking new when it's done. So the food fight yeah. is amazing. Yeah, and the, uh, even I mean the inside of his games, he plates yeah. the insides of the coin max. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just oh pheno- yeah, it is phenomenal to look at at what he has. Yeah, um, I, he, I actually own the journey he restored a few years ago, mm-hmm. and it's like I mean just the you, you open it up and like. The inside is vinyled. The like power supply is powder coated and zinc coated. I mean, every every little aspect of it is done. It's it's crazy. Yeah, his, yeah. War, his warlords looks like it rolled off the showroom floor. Same thing. Zinc plating on that old stuff when you redo it looks amazing. Well, so I remember him telling me actually not to digress too much, but when he did his um, his major havoc restoration. He was looking for the actual um, caulk from the original company. It wasn't good enough to just get black caulk for the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like he was trying to figure out which company actually made the caulk <laughs> for Major Havoc and then got a tube of that caulk. I mean, it was like... I okay. like this story. <laughs> Tell me about the caulk, Brian. <laughs> uh, you can't see it on the podcast, but I am blushing. So, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back to Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we wanted to, he wants to change the uh, subject from the cock rather quickly. I think I missed something, but I'm going to have to go back. To, yeah, Mark, I'm going to be asking you. This about show that. is all about sausages. <laughs> it's all about sausages, and we're tired of sausages. <laughs> no more sausages. <laughs> so it's just it's, okay that's great thanks for being on the show uh, 
So okay. how, how long did it take you guys to put that video together? Because, like, I mean, I remember, so doing the stuff at Chris's and then, every, I mean, it was, there's just a whole lot of that. When I watched the video, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this yeah. is a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Jim might have been less than thrilled with this particular year's theme. Um, so the way that we <laughs> the way that we do it is I'll you know I, I'll write the song and then inevitably then I'll come and say like oh I've got the song and I'm hoping that he's in the mood to be able to like grasp the idea of doing another video because it's a lot of work for him. Yeah. And um, I try to reduce it as much as I can, but there's you know I can't like it's just on like it's just what he does i mean i can't do anything with the kind of camera or anything like that sure. or create those ads i just i don't have that kind of skill set and uh so so i i remember <laughs> i say i i was singing so i sang the song for him and i got to that last verse that you know christmas party tonight with good friends i'll share some cheer and it's all taking place at this christmas party and um I think he was less than entirely <laughs> excited about the last set of lyrics because, yeah, it, the rest of it is, I think, what's more doable. A lot of travel, which right. was a theme in the previous one. And, um, and it, you know, Jim gets credit for trying to be much more creative about, okay, what can we do other than a shot of me sitting at my laptop typing, you know, sure. looking up ads or oh, something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Um, so he's kind yeah. of playing a director role at the same he's, time. He's playing, yeah. I, he's playing eyes the one time I see him, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yes, that's right. Oh, is he at eyes or she, yeah? I think it is eyes. Um, oh yeah, of course. The uh, <laughs> yeah. so um, little known so fact, he, he is the yeah. world record holder of eyes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Someday, maybe he'll get a a, a trading card. <laughs> oh, we could arrange Walter. that. We could arrange that. Yeah, I, I got to get right on that. Did you get? Did say, you get say hi to Walter? It'll be done. Yeah. Oh, Adam he, snuck onto mine. Oh. <laughs> Somehow I don't have one yet. I don't get so, it. But. So the Paradise Arcade Shop trading card has Adam on it. Yep. <laughs> With my arcade radio shirt on. <laughs> really, all I have to give Walter, I just got to give Walter some money and then bam, card. So yeah, it sounds easy. Yeah, just give him the 50 bucks. He'll, he'll do simple. It. All right, I'll call him. Yeah, I'll call him right. That's how you do it. Right. <laughs> I have a number. But. Let's let's call him on the show. We'll call him right now. Just hey, Jim Bodini, uh, Carrie Zoller's boyfriend needs a trading card. Yeah. (laughs) So could you get on that? (laughs) So how many hours in total did it take you to do this thing? Yeah. So if we, I mean, if I I wrote the song in probably I think it was around May, Mm -hmm. um, and Jim finished editing it as quickly as he could in order to make the arcade hangout, which last Tuesday. Okay. Um, so probably we, we started filming. I think the first filming started certainly in the summertime. It might've been August. Um, so yeah, like the, and I'm, so I'm out in Minnesota roughly once a month. Sure. But like, I, I think I, we scheduled an extra visit in December, specifically so we could do some of the very last scenes the bit you know the big one was that party that chris threw sure, and yeah. you know and he, he is a, i mean he's phenomenal we called him i think in september it was and said hey you know how do you say, how do you say hey chris would you throw us a christmas party would you throw a party and let us film yeah <laughs> and yeah. get a bunch of people to show up um 
but that's exactly what he did. And then ultimately it was kind of that, um, hey. I, I was actually supposed to be there. I couldn't make it because we had our Thanksgiving that day. <sighs> which was kind of a bummer, but uh, I'm sure you all had fun. Yeah, it would have been fun to have had you there. I've been to Chris's parties. I've had to stay at his house a couple times. So, you know. Yeah. At least, that, I, at least he has room, right? So. Yes. Yeah, he most certainly does. And I will say that was the weird part because I think at that party, like maybe I had two drinks over the course of we, – we arrived at 3 o'clock in the afternoon to set up. Um, guests were invited to show up at seven. I think we didn't actually get enough people to show up until to make that crowd scene happen until about eight thirty. Okay. And we got, I think we left Chris's at after it was after three in the morning. Huh. Um, yeah. Oh man. So it was. So and it was like. And so it was course. basically uh, people getting progressively drunker around oh, yeah. us. And then it switches to you other had, substances and rose. golden tea, and <laughs> then you're done. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's uh, shift gears. Uh, okay. First of all, I put the the link in the chat. Everybody, go watch the video. It's amazing. Super fun. We're looking forward to your next year. I have a suggestion. If you don't want to sing, but you want to write, uh, next year you get a chorus, and ah. uh, you have people sing along with you, and that would be a way to yeah. not feel so bad about singing yeah. and it would drive yeah. Jim insane. So that's, I know, right? Well, I see that he joined the chat. And so <laughs> hopefully we won't have angry. Uh, we, <laughs> we'll wait for that one to hit YouTube. Oh, and then all of a sudden, now that Jim's here, in, let's like, change subjects. Yeah. He said, yeah. Song, song was mixed in off, which was done in mixed in August, starting shooting, starting in September. And uh, we wrapped at three thirty in the morning. So there we go. That's the extra. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Let me yeah, work. And and if you're gonna have like a bunch of people, I recommend do uh, Star Wars. Star Wars: Duel of Fates. Write some lyrics <laughs> for that. <laughs> Make it call it Duel of Games. I don't know. <laughs> it's not Christmas I related, but okay. Played the games. I don't know. Definitely, you're you're gonna be part of it. I'll Mark fly out for that. I'll yeah. fly out for that. <laughs> Can't get him to fly. Yeah. Yeah, he During comes out summer. here all the time, but he won't come and visit. All right, so I, I just drive by Adam's house and throw poop <laughs> out the window. <laughs> oh, it's you. Oh, uh, what? Man. It's not my poop. Anyway. <laughs> there are men that have gotten better respect on this show. <laughs> <laughs> but the, none of them are on right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Nolan Bushnell. What? What? Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> Wait. Here, let me do my, my impression is, of me interviewing Nolan Bushnell. Yeah, this is this is my impression. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you gotta hold on to something, Mark. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> and Nolan and Nolan Bushnell lighting up a like a big giant fatty. <laughs> No, 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 no. We're not going down there. So let's go to the next question. <laughs> I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Mark ask this question. Ah, shit. Hold on. Let me pull up show notes. Oh wow. <laughs> Should you, you, you oh. like you oh, memorized yeah. under what circumstances? Wait, wait. Are we? Are we? <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I think we're asking the. 
<laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's your video game origin story, or under what circumstances did you first become hooked on arcade slash video games? Oh. And don't do like, um, it's who, 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 somebody had like a four hour origin story. I guess that was Slick Nick. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do what he did. <laughs> We're going to lead Slick Nick very carefully when we put him on this show. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a fun show, actually. The So is this like when I first started playing arcade games? Or is this yeah. when I first started so like, collecting? Were you in like, junior high and you were like, oh my gosh, this arcade game is awesome? Or the, did, yeah. um, well, I, I mean, I was raised with, a, with an Atari 2600. Yeah. So ah. that was... That was, I mean, if we go back to the origin, my dad got it refurbished. My mom made very clear that it was cheap, that we got it in the refurbished unit. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I remember Asteroids. My mom was, I think, trying to be pro-female. She got me Ms. Pac-Man. The, I forgot what, you know, oh, break, that's uh, Super Breakout, or was it just regular Breakout? I I forgot. They're both on there. With the the little paddle. Oh, my God. Asteroids? So much easier to play on the 2600. When I played it on the upright, oh, that's I mean, a different game. It is. That is, that is a <laughs> – so many buttons. It makes you angry. You're like, what am I doing? Why? You know, it's funny. For the Atari 2600, they made a uh, wood grain asteroids control panel that matched the layout of the arcade. I have No. It. Yes, I what? have it. It's, it's, wow. Where it's is it? Go get it. brilliant. Is it in the room with you? No. Oh. But I know where it is, and I could get it. It would take me about five minutes. Then no. <laughs> then no. So that's funny. Okay, here's a nerd question for you. Do you know uh, Heavy Sixer, Light Sixer, Four Switch, Vader? Which model of 2600 did you have? Oh, I don't know. Okay. You no, I no idea. All right. Well, that's good. At least you're not yeah, completely. Uh, I don't know right. what happened to it either. My mom probably sold it for a quarter at a garage sale oh. years ago. You know, yeah. like, that's kind of what my mom did. She did that with my briar horses, too. I'm like, Mom, oh. any idea how much all these are worth now? I have a briar elephant. Do you want it? You can have that. <laughs> I'm actually serious. Just, sitting down the did, did, did they make the briar? I didn't know that. I just knew the horses. Yeah, they used to make uh, all kinds of animals. Oh. Animals. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, the Atari 2600. And then what? When, when did you go to the ar- when did arcade games? High school. High school, I went to I went to the arcade and um, with with my group of friends, and the, the the thing for me was I'm not I'll say I'm still not good at video games, um, and I did not have a natural proclivity towards playing them and getting good scores, and so I was really intimidated about having oh there's a puppy in the background, um, <laughs> so I was I was in. I was very intimidated oh, about having <laughs> like squirrel. It's distracting. <laughs> Can you guys um, smell so that? I was, in, I was intimidated to have anybody watch me play. So for me, I would, when nobody was, was looking, I would sneak a quarter into a game and play, <laughs> play dog fart. Um, and I would play usually Tempest was the, was the, the game that I always wanted to get good at. And I loved Tempest. I loved the vector graphics. I mean, I didn't know they were vector graphics at the time. I just knew this was a really cool looking game. Yeah. I knew that I sucked at it and I didn't want anyone to see me because I felt like, um, like it would be confirmation that girls can't play video games Oh, that they'd see, you know, that I would did poor. If I did poorly, they'd be like, see girls who suck at video games. Wow. And I didn't want to, 
I didn't want to have anybody get that impression because I just knew it was me that I sucked at video games. Um, so I was very shy about it, but I, like, I secretly loved them. Although I overtly hated Dragon's Lair because that damn thing ate my 50 cents. Like, it, the, it was like you. that. Like, yeah. <laughs> 15 <laughs> seconds. I know. And then the, that damn, I was like, oh, I'm going to go. Oh, done. You're preaching to the Dude. choir. Yeah, I lucked out. There was a BBS with a solution for Dragon Slayer. So we had like, you know, the left, left, right, right, right. The, and so I would have my friend read it out while we were playing. Oh. And that was the only way to get enjoyment out of a Dragon Slayer. <laughs> yeah, the, the other way to get enjoyment out of the Dragon Slayer is to never buy it. Ah! <laughs> I see. Yeah. So do any of you guys have the late... Did any of you ever ultimately get into the laser disc games or you uh... uh there's actually a couple that i like i like um i think i like firefox and oh, i could see that what's the other one where you're flying an airplane Mach um, three Mach three that might be it yeah mm. where you're in an airplane that's a good one too where you're it's basically a raster game with a, a picture background so it's not like but like uh what's the What's the anime one? Cliffhanger? Yep. Uh, there's a couple. Cliffhanger, clipping. there's uh, Don Quixote. Yeah, but I want to get Gallagher yeah. video, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, video disc. I Have you I seen that? It's so bad. Cliffhanger is awful. It's super hard. Uh, no. Like, I don't know. You're supposed to fix the engine with a wrench at some point. Sounds great. I watched it on Starcade and I was like, yeah, that's a mean game to make kids play. Almost as bad as it is. It's like ter- and, and Dragon's Lair looks so beautiful. You have Don. First of all, Don Bluth graphics, right? He's freaking oh, amazing man. animator. And, and my uh, fiance's daughter is enrolled in his school, by the way. And anyway, and he actually critiques their work. It's really amazing. Anyway, uh, so I'm trying to get him on the show. Spaces is all that shit. Oh, get Don Bluth. That'd be amazing. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be fun. Anyway, uh, yeah, he's not going to do the show. So. Um, you never know. So anyway, I walk up to this game and it's got the, the, the monitor on top of it. Right. And it's showing the entire uh, arcade, how awesome this game is. And I put my 50 cents in and just like Carrie, I was like done in like 20 seconds and bam, I'm never playing that game again. I, I remember playing it and thinking like, so I can't move wherever I want. I just like, it was like the most disappointing thing. I like watched it and I'm like, Oh, this is cool. You can make this character do yeah. all this neat stuff. Then you get on there. And you're like, no, you don't make him do anything. You just yeah. go this way, go that way. And I was like, ah, done. I have the VCR version or the, the DVD version, you know? Mm-hmm. And my favorite way to play that is to just watch it play itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh it just goes through the whole thing and like oh so that's how you beat that and then it repeats itself midway through and you're like wait a second they just flip the frames and make you do it backwards it's oh like, yeah what it's clever so so when did you go from like just playing them to collecting them what was the what was that transition oh. So it was, it was a handful of years ago now, um, I'm, and I'm bad at years, maybe five-ish, five, five and a half, six, I don't know. Haven't five-ish. you known Jim five years? Yeah. Um, hmm. Yes, well, <laughs> in that case, we'll make it six. And I'm bad, but it was before Jim. I didn't know any of those guys. Um, and I went, to a, I went to a fun spot event with a friend of mine. And had a 
just a blast. And that was the first time I kind of reconnected with the games and met some really cool people and ended up um, wanting to keep in touch and do the email thing. And so I'm, and they were on Clove. So I joined Clove in order to, to be able to message. Um, it was actually Orange Whip. Uh, yes. Brad, who who's up in Canada, has opened up his arcade recently. And I wanted to get a hold of him. And so I joined Clove. <laughs> it's all Brad's fault in some ways. Uh, so that I could get in touch with him. And then was, you know, looking at the forums and all that. And, and you know, and um, my friend and I would, you know, ch- talk about arcade games and, and the events. And I loved, John, I loved Arcade Outsiders. I mean, that show was a blast. Um, so, th- so there I am. Now joining Clove, and I still remember the moment I was at the dentist's office waiting for a cleaning, and I clicked on the for sale section on Clove, and someone had a Tempest cocktail for sale, and I and it was and it, you know it was I probably I mean I shipped it so I probably wouldn't pay those sorts of things now but it, you know it was like a decent price I forgot what it I don't even remember what I paid sure. like maybe seven hundred um, but it, I was just I was sitting there at the dentist and it was all of a sudden like oh my god I could own one of these yeah. and then I thought <laughs> high school me would be so proud of grown up me if I got <laughs> if I bought a tempest and that and that started it like it was it was just like this epiphany that I could actually own these cuz you know my friend had them and um and I you know met these other people who some of them collected and so yeah it all it all happened there at the dentist's office and I contacted the seller and ended up getting and I still have it it's it's it it, it sits behind me oh uh, under a uh, under a protective layer because oh. my one of my dogs often <laughs> uses it as a perch. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that is actually a really really cool uh, game. Uh, the, the, the the cocktail version of that game is amazing. I love it. Uh, it's I actually looked at buying one myself, mm-hmm. but it was probably in California and I needed to ship it to Minnesota. Not oh. worth it. Yeah. And and I really thought, oh, that'd be so cool. And it was unique looking. Uh, mm-hmm. cocktail uh, there is a centipede matching companion they made a few yes. centipedes in the same form factor as that but it's pretty rare Brian has one too I think a millipede? So, no a tempest are you paying attention? Tempest. oh a tempest yeah tempest sorry tempest. So, okay. <laughs> no millipede's the same format <laughs> Brian's actually shopping right now on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> I was looking I was for his typing. next score oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, and I love that it, you know it has the the full nineteen inch monitor. Yeah, you know yes. the, the, the the cocktails that have the shrunken monitors and some of the cabarets with the smaller monitors are just. I had a Missile Command cabaret for a while, and it yeah. was just so. It was just so, kind so, of sad. It's, yeah. so it's cute, been, but yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to talk talk Clay, and so there's some scuttle about Clay re-releasing a Tempest multi kit. And what I'm trying to convince him to do is do a two-player Tempest version for the cocktails, which is almost completely like useless because who owns cocktails? But right. like, how awesome would it be to be able to have both players playing at the same time on yeah. a Tempest cocktail? That'd be cool. Like cooperative Tempest play. Wow! Wow! What? Yeah, it would change the that, game. That would change. That the game. would be. And I wish that there were more cooperative play games mm-hmm. yeah because it because it especially from the you know kind of the er, the mid to early 80s it, you know you're it's a lot of you know changing uh taking turns yeah. and it, to actually have like a true cooperative play or, or even a versus play i think like the space invaders 2 
where you shot at each other. Is that? Oh yeah, the other guys on the top. Or yeah, that's kind of fun. Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, something other than a fighting game, but mm-hmm. be be fun to well, see those more cooperative. And a lot of and a lot of the two player games were a lot of them would end up being competition, especially later on. So like a cooperative one where you're like trying to get through levels, like Joust. I mean, it would be a neat one. I don't know. I thought it'd be a lot of fun. Plus, it's interesting because like Joust and Mario Brothers, both cooperative, or you can play against your opponent. So. Yep. Always, oh, yeah, interesting. You could probably do the same thing with Space Invaders too. Really, you could just work at shooting the aliens instead of trying to kill each other. <laughs> you know, well, it's like Joust when yeah, you're kind of like, playing together, and then you're like, "Ah, oh, what the heck, ding!" But that's, oh, that's sorry, no but fun. That's no I fun. Stepped on your head and you're dead. Oops. <laughs> so, do you remember going to uh, arcades then, as uh, you said, in high school? Yeah. Yeah, high school. So yeah, Galaxican Arcade is where I went in uh, kind of, I grew up in the in San Jose. Okay. Uh, and so it was kind of on the border of San Jose, Saratoga. Was it in a strip mall or was it a standalone? Oh, it was a strip mall. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, it ultimately turned into like a yoga studio. And then I think it's a, it was a karate studio for a while. Um, I also remember going like to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. We had a Chuck E. Cheese not too far from me. But that wasn't as good as the, as the Galactican arcade sure. and, and my friends and you know we would all go there as a big friend group and yeah. as i snuck away to play my tempest did you were you in any um like uh extracurricular classes in high school or like what was your like what what made all of your friends sort of combine oh that's a wow i don't know we were all nerds and outcasts um yes. I you were a marching band i can't tell you see uh, <laughs> Well, I'm I did, sorry, actually, King of the funny, I, did, I took piano, flute, and harp lessons. I also did tap and ballet while growing up. But probably in high school, it was mostly um, the. Uh, although I did have one year in the orchestra, uh, <laughs> playing the harp. Next Christmas oh, video, tap. She's got to do tap dancing in the next Christmas video. <laughs> or harp. Oh my god! I, wish I still had tap shoes that fit me. I loved tap dancing. It was so much fun. Um, but drama, I did. I was in the theater club, and and I actually I did. I wasn't on the stage so much. I think I was in one musical, but um, I did lighting. Oh. I thought lighting was really cool. Yeah. And uh, I had a fear of heights, and so I wanted to conquer my fear of heights by learning to you know climb up these big tall ladders and hang super heavy lights, and I thought that would help me conquer my fear of heights. It didn't. Oh, but no. it did make me capable of climbing on top of tall ladders. Oh, and nice. Well, I was a... totally fucking terrified. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. There was that. I'm still scared of heights. Still hate ladders. We used to sneak into the high school uh, when it wasn't in you know in the summer, and the, the doors would be open, and the only really? people in there were, were the janitors, and so we'd sneak around inside the high school, and then we would try every door. And one time we got into the theater. Okay. And there's a catwalk. Oh, I love the catwalk. Yeah. <laughs> on the catwalk. On the catwalk. <laughs> and they take you to like places where like, why is there a catwalk above this? You know? Yeah. Like, so we climbed up. Uh, well, I didn't. But I terif- uh, terrified. I sat there watching while my brother climbed up into there. And I was like, get down from there. We're going to get in trouble. And of course, we got chased a couple times, which is really exhilarating when you're a teenager. <laughs> so, but. Doesn't happen in, as an adult anymore, right? I haven't told that story ever. I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah. Uh, so 
Uh, <laughs> Your delinquent youth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I think every one of us in this uh, on this show tonight can raise their hands to being in theater. Ah. Uh, you I was in a marching band. You're in marching I, I actually band. subbed for theater, but okay. they made me play the birds like 12 times. Oh. It was a bummer. Yeah. But I know oh, that movie really well now. Marching band is, you know, yeah. that's almost like theater. Band geeks and theater yeah, it's geeks. Hard. It is. There's a little bit of dancing, you know, a little bit yeah. of choreography in marching band. It's, it's hard to be in the marching band when your instrument's a flute. I mean, sorry, when your instrument is a harp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would have been okay if I stuck with my flute. There weren't a lot of harpists or pianists. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, this piano. Oh, my God. They, they made me march with an oboe. That was terrible. Oh. And you get the, the double oboe. read. You're yeah. Like, Next year, have Jim take you to the New Standards Holiday Show here in town. They do a, mm. two days of shows, and there's a harp and tap dancing. I kid you not. Oh, wow. It's fantastic. <laughs> I know. I, have you ever uh, Have you ever been at the ho- Holodazzle? Yep. March. But that's you done. Have. They don't do that anymore. It's over? Yeah. They... I, I actually marched in the Holodazzle once and almost died. It yeah. was so cold. It is oh. crazy cold. Like I was like talking slow when people saw me. <laughs> I love Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, back to Houston. Back to Carrie. Okay, so let's ask her another question. Brian, Are we gonna you, Brian? you pick one. <laughs> I asked the last one. Oh, he he's like I'm I on Craigslist. I'm on Craigslist. I need today. another tail gunner. <laughs> who are your okay i'll ask you carrie i'm gonna jump across who are your heroes in the arcade collecting hobby <sighs> wow billy um, mitchell I'm just you get kidding. to define I'm just it could be just a billy kidding. mitchell it could also be an orange whip you don't know orange whip <laughs> well uh, i would riff on the holiday video and say at the moment chris rhodes because oh yeah <laughs> he was he was a rock star and the work that he does really is phenomenal to i mean the the way that he honors these games and in his restoration is it's funny because he's like not a a, her- a hero to me he's he's not a he's like a he's like snuffle up i guess he doesn't come out <laughs> But people don't see him when you <laughs> i know yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's like, oh i don't bird. think he exists yeah. yeah, I don't think he exists either. Yeah. No, but yeah, that's interesting you pick him. Who else? Uh, do yeah. you have any big names like, uh, like uh, I don't know, Wozniak or, or Jobs or Bushnell or any of those guys? Ed Log? Yeah, you know, I, I, honestly, it's, it's I don't know. I, don't, I can't say that I really have. I mean, there's so many people that make up this community that make – yeah. that make it a whole that we have the people who are you know doing the repair we have the people who are you know super helpful and ready to jump out and assist folks we have the people who are creating the things that we need we have the people who are doing the art like it's yeah. hard to say you know you take any it's hard to pick one area sure. you know with the, yeah sure we have the folks who helped create it but it, i it's, that's where i'm like i don't it's really hard to figure out like a hero because without Everyone that makes up this community, it would be weak. Yeah. So yeah. there we go. It's, I like that. It's, it's good. That's a good started. political answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, Crafty Mac, amazing, yeah. amazing work. I mean, like J Rock, uh, Clay Cowgill. Yeah. 
You know, it's interesting. Clay Cowgill was a name I heard before I ever actually saw a post by him or uh, saw him on Facebook. It was a name that floated around in so many threads on Clove because of the work he did. You know, I will throw out like you got you were mentioning before, like people have an eye for details and um, like on the T molding. And one of the people I'll say who did an amazing job was Mike's arcade with doing the Nintendo buttons over because there are like 10 different versions of that button and to commit in and say, here's what we're doing. Here's how we're going to do it and doing it really well. Yeah, um, that was that was an that was some amazing work and a contribution. I still haven't picked an arcade hero. Yeah, it's kind of hard. So, you, so you're tossing these questions out to your guests and like, yeah. I didn't write uh, it. Jarvis, I think, is my arcade hero. It's so. totally Mark. Yeah. Mark wrote that question. Yeah. What? I did? Oh, probably did. It, it would have been Bushnell, but he doesn't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make a gift. Wow. See what I got. You make a gif. You know, I downloaded the video before you edited it, so. Yeah, well, thanks for that. <laughs> so, so Tempest is obviously one of your favorite games. What are, what are say, two or three of your other favorite games? Mm, um, Reactor. Oh, is, yeah. Uh, oh. I, I, love, I love that game. I it's, like your Reactor pickup story. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. It was that was also, you know, thanks to a fellow, uh, a fellow collector who helped me, you know, haul it down these narrow stairs and all of the drama of, you know, who's getting the game. Um, but yeah, I love that. I love that game. It's I, the music is amazing. I, it's so quirky. And I, I like a lot of weird games. Um, the thing I that makes me sad about it is I can only play a couple of games of it, and then my my hand gets really sore, my wrist gets sore. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm not some. I wish I could. I wish you could jump levels because I'd like to practice where with the unprotected core because I have to. You have to go through. You know, with for folks who aren't familiar with Reactor, you're you're trying to basically knock down these enemies that are coming at you, and also knock down these little um, these little uh, rods, and you have a core in the middle, and the begin that can that is growing and ultimately would push you into the sides. And in the beginning, it's protected, so you can be up against it and it's no big deal, but then it becomes unprotected and it tries to swirl you in like a tornado. And that, I'd like to be able to just practice that and not have to go through the first part because I would love to spend as much time as I can and just my hand and my wrist get so sore. I can't, uh, I can only play like two or three games and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Maybe, so you get J Rock to make a, a level jump. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Yes. So you got uh, right. Tempest Sending and email. Reactor, and what else? Yeah. Um, the and this one breaks my heart because mine's broken. But um, I Robot. Oh. Such a cool uh-huh. game. That's I the that's little... the three D uh, images on the screen. You draw stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. Well, that's the the. Um, the city thing where you can yeah, where you yeah. can draw, but otherwise, yes, yeah, the three, yeah, the polygons. And, yeah. Um, I, I, and I, for some reason, I just kind of identify with that little robot. Like, you know, he just it's like going along. He's trying to change from you know blue to red or red to blue. I forgot which. And there's you know this big brother's there, ready to just like, oh, I caught you jumping, bam. You're um, dead. I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I just kind of identify with feeling like you know there's <laughs> you just you just you're just trying to live your life and next thing you know somebody's 
Um, <laughs> All right, two questions. Are you mobile? And if you're, if you are, can you show us your arcade? Yeah. All right. Let's see how this goes. Okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> this is uh, actually thanks to my. So. Um, oh boy, ugh. we're moving. Oh, we're, we're, we're moving. Standing up. So, uh, yeah. So this. So action. I can show you the. Uh, try not to step on the dog here. Um, so in. So in that. So I'm in my living room. So I have now six games in my living room right <laughs> yeah <laughs> i remember years ago asking someone like early on when i like when i first got into this asking someone how many games do you have and they're like mm, let me think and now i'm that person who's like i'm like how do you not know how many games you have like, now yeah. um so uh i have i have the Clax cabaret oh, that's and awesome. um and a gyrus. Um, both uh, most of my games, I by the way, I bring to um, California California Extreme. So both of these guys come. I think I saw the sticker nice, up here. Nice. Um, so here's the aforementioned poor broken iRobot. Um, the power power supply issue. It was working. Now it's not. Refreshing. Um, shitty power supply. Uh, <laughs> the reactor. Here's the kind of a cool one. So I have. I do have an affection by. This is not oh, something I, I remember. Nice. Um, that game is awesome. Such a fun game. Yep. Right? So I picked up a ringer um, probably about a year ago. The funny story very quickly about this is I'd seen this game. I'd seen ringer. This this particular game I'd seen for sale. Desperately needed restoration. The guy was asking too much money. And I was like, oh, I'm going to wait this out. And the price is going to go down. And then I'm going to snap it up. And some other picked it up and I'm like, damn it and then I see this I, and then there were no ringers for sale no ringers for sale and then um actually a friend of mine gave me a heads up like hey look on Clove, there's a ringer and uh so I contacted the guy local guy in San Francisco awesome he's on he's on Clove, uh awesome local collector and it's actually the same game that I had seen and he restored it and um, he works in a commercial arcade, and it was there. And he was like, it just it, it pained him because people would put their beers up here. Oh, yeah. And so he yeah. so he sold it for not much more than what he had bought it for. Wow. He just he loved it. He wanted to see have a better home. He didn't have room for it, and I did because it it fits conveniently in my hallway. It's so <laughs> like, narrow. I like just it. just for the chatters. Uh, Ringer is a fantastic horseshoe game. Uh, yeah, look it up on YouTube. It is yeah. such. It is a fun game. And yeah, like that you could reach right across. That's so you can, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, So you so you have the, you basically do the horseshoe and you have you spin the sky. It's, it's, it's stupidly simple and addictive. Like these yes, yes. these old games where they're nope. not particularly complicated are so much fun. And when I've had friends over, like that's. The, the downfall of that one is it's not as much fun to play by yourself. Right. So, yeah, so it, does, have, it, requir- it, it helps yeah, to have friends. It is awesome. Uh-huh. Atari <laughs> right. football the same way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's not very fun to play All by right. yourself. All right. So here okay. we go. In the hallway. We're, yeah, yeah, so, we, so now I'm in my garage. Oh. Oh, okay. So we are in the garage. Um, the garage. Yeah. And I open it up each year at uh, Halloween, which is always a big, which is a blast. So, yeah. uh, so we'll just take you down. We did, uh, Asteroids Deluxe, Shadow Dancer, one a game that I hadn't planned on liking, but, and I'm not a big fan of Shinobi, but oh my God, you give your, you, you take Shinobi and you give him a dog. Oh, and cool. Best game ever. Like, I'll I, try I, that. I I've never lo- tried it. <laughs> it's so much fun. Cool. It's, uh, 
and I've had to learn not to get irrationally um, anxious about the dog getting hurt because what happens is you can send your dog to attack and then if you don't rescue the dog in time, the dog will get hurt. And I had to like dial back like, it's not a real dog, Carrie. Just stop. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, don't hurt my dog. Uh, elevator also, action. I absolutely love elevator mm. action. It's oh, a great game. Yeah, yeah. I, I picked this up because I was going to convert it to a um, zookeeper. Uh-huh. And then I was told, like, no, don't do that. And it was in terrible shape. I got it from some meth users in San Francisco. Oh, nice. And, uh, <laughs> and I was convinced not to. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm so glad I didn't convert. Like, I, yeah, this, the game, it's, it's a great game. I love that game. I love that story. Uh, Karate Champ. Uh, got World Combat, which actually have a, uh, I also have a J-Rock for have the um, Williams, oh, multi Williams sure. in. Cool. I cloak and dagger. Love that game. I like the. Uh, That's a dual. defender conversion. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And I and I did that conversion. I got it um, as a really beat up, broken defender, and did the con- did the conversion on it. I know. I know someone who did a conversion on one that was mint. I would like to kick him in the shins, but <laughs> you should have made it a turtles. It would have been better. <laughs> Dwayne, don't who, give who it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one was quite trashed. And yeah, yeah, it was. It was bad. Um, Tempest, Tempest Upright, which I'm hoping to eventually put. I'd love to get uh, when when Scott finishes his multi board. I'd love to get that in there. And that uh, that FPGA is amazing in there. It plays so well. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting. I'm drooling. <laughs> Isn't it like eight hundred bucks though? I mean, yeah, it's completely worth it. Yeah, like yeah. I, I mean, to play like it. So that version of Major Havoc that he did and how he compensated for the spinner plays as well or better than the uh, the roller Major Havoc. I mean, it's a good. Nice. It's a great version of it. Nice. And yeah. I really like Major Havoc with a spinner. I have to say, I know that's probably not the popular vote, no. but I like the I like the spinner. It's cool. a blast with the spinner, and he did the compensation so like it doesn't. It's not. I can't remember if you have to dial it up or dial it back to get it to react properly. But I mean, it it feels so good on that FPGA board. He did an yeah. amazing job. Amazing job. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, Defender, Gaplus. Nice. Baby Pac-Man, wow, pain in the ass to keep running. Um, <laughs> just FYI, I'm sure no one's ever said that before. But uh, I learned a lot on that game. In fact, I become really like one of the one of the good repair skills I have is um, repinning connectors because I just had to repin everything. Yeah, yeah. I, that game, there's so many. There's so many. So and then behind me, I have three Ooh, pins. Nice um, Twilight Zone, Elsa Crypt, and Lord of the Rings. Um, with a very Lord cool. I don't know if you can see the cool Balrog topper. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so and then find the last kind of the last, well, mostly last row. Um, Fire Escape. I hope Dave got you a deal for that. I traded him a Tron. I traded oh, him. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of Tron, and mm-hmm. so yeah, it was, yes. it was it was a win. Forgotten Worlds, yep, Forgotten Worlds, uh, Zybots. Cool, that's nice. a great game. Yeah, it's super fun with with another one where it's like you really need another person, but um, yeah. but it's a blast. Black Widow, which I love again, yeah. dual, dual joystick yep. game. 
And then I did, this is, so I did get my zookeeper. It's one of the new cabinets. So it's just a, I made this as opposed to uh, sure. converting anything. Right. Uh, and then finally we have this. the the there aforementioned uh, <laughs> yeah, whack-a-mole. whack-a-mole. This is the, the Ms. Pack that uh, desperately needs to be restored. Sweet. And back here, so, and I also have, well, I did. I didn't clean. Um, <gasps> oh my god! Oh, nice. oh man! Fury. And then this weekend, I'm working on. Hopefully by hopefully by next week, I have this is a rip off here, oh, and uh, so I need to clean that up. Hopefully by the by by New Year's, I'll have this up and running. And then a. I should have. I should have thought. But well, how does that work? Um, I have a <laughs> kitchen bat that's going to be a big like a. Just something entirely new to work on, um, and it's the play field on it is gorgeous. But those old, like again, it's like that ringer. It's those yeah. really simple games. Super fun. Be so, yeah. so much fun. So well that'll done. be. I've you not were... done that much work in like EM stuff. So that'll be yeah. interesting. <laughs> Wash contacts. Yeah. Clean yeah. contacts. Clean contacts. <laughs> yeah, were... I got. Um, I got a special little thing that there's a. Is it pinrepair.com? Um, what is his name? I want to say Clay, but that's probably wrong. Um, had recommended some special little file for uh, cl- helping clean the contacts. But We just got in these fiberglass brushes that actually work really well for um, like the uh, headers, like the JAMA mm. connectors on boards. And then uh, they, it works really well for like when you're desoldering and cleaning stuff off. I'll have to post a link on that next time, but um, somebody had suggested it to us, and we picked up a couple, and it really, they really do a very nice job. I imagine with contacts, they'd work well too. Yeah, hmm. but it's basically these little fiberglass brushes, and it's almost like those old erasers where you use a little bit of the tip, then you push more out, and it keeps wearing away until you run out, and then you put a new fiberglass brush in. So, sweet. Hmm. So that's an impressive collection. Thank you. What's in the yeah. basement? What? What's in the basement? <laughs> There's no Rocks Alamo in. in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? <laughs> Just you know, it's uh, Minnesota humor. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I do have I a little bit of, a, of a crawl space with some old Christmas decorations. <laughs> oh man. She's got a row of Vectrexes under her porch. <laughs> I mean, they're short, so whatever. Yeah, actually, I do have my Vectrex at work. <laughs> so, are there any arcade games that you absolutely don't like to play? Yes. <laughs> it won't be a pop. Well, I, and I've said it before. <clears throat> so, I'm not a fan of Donkey Kong. Okay. Yeah. And though, and any kind of those platformers, it's something about trying. Actually, I like I hate the part of Zookeeper where you have to jump on the platforms to go up. Sure. Yep. Like it would be such a more the game would be so much more fun if you didn't have to stop and do that every once in a while. Yeah. Um, so you probably yeah. really hate Ice Climber. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever even played Ice Climber. That game is impossible. Oh. <laughs> if you want to try it, try it at uh, Grinkers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, that's a really hard game. So what's you were gonna say something else after Donkey Kong and platformers? Yeah, um, Qbert. I'm not. I don't hate it, but I'm not. I'm yeah. not a particular fan of it. Yeah, you're not seeking it out. 
No, no, definitely not. In fact, <laughs> there was a great deal on one at one point, and I was like, no, I'm going to just let that one. So you got to leave some fish in the sea. Sure, yeah. yeah. You just hope that the people who actually really love the game get it and not somebody who's just going to flip it. Right, right. Or like, you know, that person who's like, oh, my God, I so want a Q-Bird. Oh, my God, here's one I can afford. Like yeah. that's, that's, what, that's what you hope happens and not someone who's like, oh, hey, I'm going to – I can snap this up and turn it over for an extra. So do you have any stories about the one that got away? <laughs> yeah, oh, actually, no. but, <laughs> the, I, there was a. Cause that's um, in the video. <laughs> that's yeah, about, it's, you know. it's what half the video is about. It's like, well, but, okay. I, I hate to break this to you, but that's actually not an entirely, you know, that, that, that that video isn't actually true. Oh. <laughs> that is most. That is, no, that is not based on a real story. Not Dang it! I'm crushed. Oh. of experiences, but. <laughs> oh. oh my god! I'm right, deleting it from my. Oh, it's true. All right, you know it's Alexa, true. Alexa, delete. Uh, <laughs> now, everybody's Alexa is going nuts now. Yeah. Alexa, order twenty pounds of creamed corn. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've actually tried to make Brian's Alexa do that, but never with success. So. Oh, she's. <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> Alexa, order one box of extra large condoms. <laughs> so I got the headphones on now, so just when I say stuff, so I'm not talking anymore. <laughs> Uh, one day, Brian. One day. So uh, we were talking about the one that got away. Oh, yes. <laughs> so probably the, my best, the one got, that got away story was there was, I think it was a $100 um, tapper. Oh. That was, oh. That was near me. And, so, and I, of course, the minute I saw it, I immediately um, called the guy. And uh, he said that um, there was somebody, yeah, somebody else ahead of me in line, but um, but I was next, you know, I was I was next. I was like the, you know, okay, if they don't take it, then I'll give you, then I'll give you a call. And so I'm waiting and waiting. I'm like, okay, you know, they'll probably, you know, unless they're a fool, they're gonna they're gonna take the game. But just in case, and I'm waiting on pins and needles. And I remember I was starting to getting ready to kind of give up, and I was gonna like, fine, screw it, they're not gonna call. So I hook up the dogs to go walk my dogs, and my phone rings, and it's him, because you know it's from the caller ID, and so I'm all excited. And I answered the phone, I'm like, hello, and I just hear like grunting in the background and then i hear <laughs> and i hear a couple of guys talking and he butt dialed me oh no no the no guy slowed up the game <laughs> that's hilarious oh, that's and of like injury to insult <laughs> it was a it was a local collector who's an awesome human like he is he's he's wonderful he's a really great guy so it, it went to the right home but i've so enjoyed teasing him about about the, <laughs> the having to listen to them loaded. All right, great, thanks. I'm like, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right. So uh, the one that got away. What's what's your favorite? What's the one that you think is your best score? Oh, it's got to be high as eighty. Um, <laughs> I'm on TV. I love you. Right yeah, I'm, I'm love. That's because it's getting close to dinner time. Um, she's like, I'm bored. Uh, it's got to be the reactor. Oh, cool. 
Yeah. I got yeah, I got that for for an insanely low price and nice. um, and and I and I thank you. Hold <laughs> the breath. Um, not as bad as the look fart you experienced yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. I have a hunch, but it's 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 a little woofy. Um, <laughs> And that's part of where I got such a good deal on it. I bring it to CAX each year because I feel like because I got lucky that I need to give back to the community and be like, okay, hey, everybody, here's, here's, you know, here's, here's, here's a reactor to play. Um, even though I get to take it home at the end of the day, but it's at least some way to kind of, to, to, to share the good fortune. Um, but yeah, that was a hell, that was one hell of a deal. I never, Mm. you know, I, I never would have paid full price for it. I honestly, I did, wasn't that familiar with the game before I got it. Um, I'd never seen one in the wild and I did just, and I love the game. It's not anything I don't see ever selling it. It's not, you know, something I would certainly, I didn't turn around and, and flip it or anything like that. So, nice. um, so out of, you have all these games, uh, and you do a lot of your repairs. It sounds like, do you do all your own repairs or what, what do you, do you send some all, stuff out? I, um, I don't want to. I don't want to fuck anything up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so the So I do. I'm very. I'm comfortable with the monitors, the power supplies, the wiring. The thing I'm not as comfortable with is the game PCB repair. And sure. so, if it's something like, oh, actually, when I was at CAX, my um, cloak and dagger ended up with a weird graphics glitch. And when I came back, and you know, it had a, it, it had a. Um, yeah, I could run the diagnostics, and it said, you know, here to your ROM error, and so that's something where I can, yeah, I can desolder that, put in a new one. That's easy. But unless I have, unless I have a good idea of where to look, I just as soon have somebody who's not going to. I'm in the know, same boat. Up. It's like right. you know, like logic gates and all that sort of thing. I don't know how to really troubleshoot those with a, you know, a logic probe. So probe. I, I have Bring one. Out the logic probe. I have one. I have a logic probe. And it sits in my toolbox, yeah. doing nothing. <laughs> because it gets to that point, I'm like, okay, who do I know I can send this thing to? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, and I mean these, uh, yeah, I just, I especially for the rarer games, like I would rather send it to someone who's sure. who's not potentially maim something that uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I would. And I've I've certainly got a lot of, you know, good help and guidance and have done a little bit of, of the game PCB repair. But yeah, mostly I just stick with I stick with everything but and yeah, then send yeah. it to all to the people who know what they're doing. That's pretty rad though. I mean it's like um, you know, we, I think we all do that out of necessity as collectors. You start just it's just like you can't afford to send everything out or have somebody come to your house every time there's a problem. So well, and it's fun. Yeah. I mean, bringing these things back to life. I mean, yeah. maybe because I sit at a desk all day and my great contribution to the world is like, you know, writing memos and talking on the phone. <laughs> it feels, right, like it's so gratifying to come home and take something, you know, take like that ripoff that looks terrible and, yeah. and make it beautiful or get yeah. a, and to make a game that work again, to make bring a monitor back to life. And yeah. say, look at this. Look, I did something. I did this. And I... I it, it it's it's a wonderful feeling i wouldn't want to that that's a big part of why i'm in the hobby is i really enjoy that aspect of it i think i think it's a perfect answer to that i mean i i agree i, I tend to curse quite a bit and uh, be upset and i'm never gonna fix this it's broken forever yeah. and it's very yeah. <laughs> you know, and, I, and and christine's always just like oh you're gonna fix it just, <laughs> just calm down you're gonna fix it it, it watch you're go, in ten minutes. You're gonna come back and you're gonna say it's 
And so you know, she's partially right, you know, maybe not 10 minutes, maybe. Yeah. But I do come back. I'm like, I finally found what was problem and I fixed it. <laughs> now there's a no problem. So. Well, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That is, so is, that, that is the hobby. Yeah. So is there a game that you don't have that you're still looking for? <sighs> yes, but not without, but I don't have a lot of hope. Uh-huh. Um, the, uh, I would, I would love to, I really love Inferno. Um, oh, I, yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to find one, but that would be like, if that, that would be the one that the game that I would love to have mm. that. Where have you played it? Um, actually a local collector's house. He has it and he brings it to CAX each year too. But, uh, when he opens up his arcade, everyone, and he's wonderful. He, he and I share some of the same games. And so we've been able to, you know, go and test things and then, um, we've helped each other out with that. And, but whenever I go over, I'm like, okay, wait, I gotta play Inferno. <laughs> is that, is that Colby? Yep. <laughs> that Yeah. He's about 20 minutes from me. Why is this game so nice. rare? It's a Williams title. It was a right? prototype, wasn't it? They didn't actually do a full production run, I thought. Oh. There is somebody who's talked about reproducing it, though. It looks, it looks cool. I like it. Yeah, and the controller is very unique on it. So that's it, the other. Um, the joystick seems is uh, the same as Blaster. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a, I mean, it's an amazing game. Interesting. That's cool. Hmm. Adam's like, ah, my next score. <laughs> I know that's why I hesitate to say it. I should have been like, I want Damn a it. Water. I want a penguin. <laughs> Just say you want exterminator. Adam will never go after it. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I mean, let's be honest, Brian. Most people won't go after it. I mean, that's uh, not a f- it's a good game. It's a Played terrible it last game. night. Ter- Were you? <laughs> I, I wasn't drunk. What is the sound of one hand clapping? Oh, it's Exterminator. Hey, Brian, did you did you get to play that uh, space app that you picked up, or was it just already ready? It was already ready. Uh, okay. Yeah, did you I hear that, Carrie? I grabbed a game today for uh, Mark yeah. from Green Bay. Oh, Green nice. Bay and back. Isn't that sweet? Anything not to have to drive through the snow. I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> you did your time with that, huh? Yeah. Anything to get rid of the uh, pinball machine that I accidentally bought and was getting in trouble for and didn't want. <laughs> Mark. How do you accidentally buy a pinball machine? Oh, that was a mess. I had one person said they wanted it. Another person said they were going to sell it. They thought there was a deal done through me. The guy backed out. The guy had paid for it. And yeah, sorry. And the guy had paid for it. And <laughs> so I'm stuck in the middle Looking at this going, well, I guess I have to buy it from you. You're not buying it from me. So I had to find another person to sell it to. So somebody in Green Bay wanted it. I said, look, I'll drive it to you and deliver it to you for the same price I bought it for. And then Mark wanted the space app he had. So I said, hey, here's a better deal. I'll trade you the space (laughs) app minus the price because that guy's going to pay. So I just kept, like, you know, enticing him in further and further. But. Oh, wow. <laughs> Anybody in the chat have questions for Carrie before we shut this thing down for tonight? Let's see. Let's, see if the... Let's give him five seconds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, five, because <laughs> there's a delay. There was. Someone's going to yell, was Journey! A question earlier. Hold on. Was there? There uh, was one. Scrolling back. Stre- streaming for Carrie's Garage brought to you by Jimbo. No? Yeah. Uh, Seabart. <laughs> Seabart. Oh, keeps... wait, so... 
so uh, the Davalope said, "Ask her what game she let go this past year and what you, what game she obtained." Oh, oh yeah, the Davalope. Um, he's awesome. Yes. Uh, the. <laughs> It's funny. I'm like, uh, oh, so I, oh, I'm actually kind of uh, chagrined to admit that I, um, well, let go of a couple games, but not many. Uh, pole position. Yes. I, I, I sold my my pole, I had a oh. pole position. Oh. I saw it at Cax until it died. So. Yes. It was an upright. Right. And, and that's and that was it was at Cax a couple of years ago, and I hate right. to say it, but that was. That was the genesis of me getting rid of it. So <laughs> I got it fixed again. And because, um, you know, I put like put my heart like that was the first game I, I restored. I, 100 bucks. It was a kind of a garage find. since We don't really have barns here, but it was kind of Barney. Um, <laughs> I guess we have barns, but but not quite the same. Um, not full of art. But uh, yeah, did it and really did a beautiful restoration on it. And uh, it died at Cax on when I went on Sunday when it went to turn on and then I got it going again. Um, but I never quite trusted it. Like I just didn't, right. I wouldn't turn it on when I turned on all the games. Like I wouldn't turn that one on because I didn't want it to die. I would only turn it on if I was going to play it. When I played it, I would, I would go, is that a glitch? Is that a glitch? Uh, I, I beat you. <laughs> right. Like it just, I, it sapped the joy out of yeah. it because I was so obsessed with whether or not it was working, whether it would work, whether, you know, that it, I didn't enjoy playing it. And then the fucker died. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I'm done. I'm so, D U N so done. This uh, is, so, uh, I, so I sold that. <laughs> this is a, you did full restoration, rebuild power supplies, rebuild AR twos. And it still wouldn't run. Yeah. Well, I mean, it did, but then it died again. I actually think it was one of the AR2s that uh, that went out on it because I didn't have, um, I think it was the 12 volt that I lost. Oh, so it uh, probably was, it would have been an easy fix. But at that point, I was dundo and yeah, I had um, yeah. something new coming into the arcade. And so I needed the room. Can you do and the, I think that was, I'm sorry. I, was, uh, I think I think I got rid of it to make room for, I think that was Gapless. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's nice. a great, it's a great game. Yeah, it's a, a fun, fun game. game. Yeah, so if somebody else has a pole position, you'd be fine. Does anyone yeah. know? Can you do the sense mod on the AR twos in a pole position? Yeah, of course yeah. you can. Because I I think that that might be one of those games where it might be worthwhile. And and I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah, did. I did all, the, all all that bulletproofing you're supposed to. Sure. But yeah. I mean, ultimately, so, there so, you, know, you can still. <laughs> If you don't Whatever know what the sunspot is, look at the FPGA version of that. I think now, Adam's still working on it. Yeah. You know what? You might as well say Adam's working on it. This Adam, because oh. it ain't getting done. Yeah. I think if you look back about eight years, I'm in the beginning of that thread saying, I'll get one. <laughs> it's never happening. So it's, take, so it's taking less time than the Spy Hunter seats did. <laughs> <laughs> very funny yeah no. no that's not true it's vaporware you know it's i would actually there's a few projects in a club that i'd like to see happen that never happened but you know like there was supposed to be an mcr power well that's actually kind of done now you can get a but the mcr power supply there was supposed to be an ar2 i don't know i don't know uh, I think hmm. didn't Spath finished an AR2 replacement. Did he? I thought. Yeah. 
God, that'd be cool. I mean, I mean it's I on his site, but it's so easy to rebuild. I just don't know. Yeah. If there's like a big market for it, you know. Was was Adam Judd involved in those seats? No, it was just me struggling for years. Wasn't that not? Was it? Was it? Was it years? Was it two years? It was three years. <laughs> really? I mean, yeah. a thousand days. Let's just be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were actually being pretty picky because you didn't want people to be upset with the product. So they came yeah. back a couple times and you made changes. Yeah. No, we went through like six revisions, but yeah, it was, um, yeah. I mean, those, this is the funny thing. So a lot of people like in, you know, not to get off subject too much, but like with the FPGA for the pole position, what a lot of people don't understand is a lot of the guys that are developing this stuff or working on these projects, that's not their main job. And when life gets right. in the way, it's like, so what do I do? Yeah. Do I focus on my day job, which is a little bit more important than a spy hunter seat, or do I focus on the spy hunter seats? And like, I've had people call, like literally while I'm in surgery, like to oh, ask man. a question, and it's like, yeah, he can't talk to you right now. <laughs> like yeah. he's he's, he's cutting somebody's busy leg with open. Something important. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, and like, and Adam, who's doing the the pole position, you know, he he's an amazing human. He goes to. I, some of the, you know, the, the some of the third world countries and and volunteers on missionary work and you know tries to bring bring fresh water and, uh, or potable boy. water to to people now who I don't have, to have apologize. drinking water. Like, now I have to apologize. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is which is not as important as working pole positions. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> Listen, we have a problem here. Yeah. Listen, we have a problem in America. Like, yeah. Right. When you save the children, what are they going to play? Exactly. Why save them <laughs> if you don't have pole position? And they're all broke. That. Come on. All right, like, let's get them on the show. And pull it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I mean, it just like took the pole position thing and made it like about the size of a pinhead. <laughs> it's like okay, this guy's a fucking pro- philanthropist, and it's like <laughs> maybe if we could just tell Adam, look, think about how much money you can donate if you. Finish the pole position project <laughs> because I'm the keeper of the list of people interested, and there are over 500. And so, let's right. go. That's got to be worth. Oh my god! Yes. You a know, lot of money. And he's having Clay Gal Cowgill. Uh, you know, if you talk to Clay, have him like, you know, dude, let's snap it chop, together. Chop, let's let's get this well, thing going. Yes. Actually, should get Crafty Mech on that. Well, we Here. tried. Remember, you and I t- tried to talk to Adam, and he just, he declined. Aaron. That's right. <laughs> well, Adam, too declined. many Adams being thrown around right now. I think it's, we should probably wrap this up. Stick around after the show, Carrie. We'll, we'll wind up with we'll you. Minute. Just be good. So, uh, everyone, uh, turn your hymnals to the last tab. <laughs> oh wait, I got to read again, huh? Yes. Oh, wait, to I got to stop looking at uh, all those uh, advertisements here. That's show right. notes. Need a tap? Because. This is the part of the show where we read the the exit part and and then we and then we sign off. Yeah, prof- this is professional. So here we go. Thanks for again for listening in on the double R's. That's Arcade Radio. Like us at Facebook slash Arcade Radio or check us out in the semi-regularly updated blog at arcaderadio.com. That's R-C-A-D-E-R-A-D-I-O.com. Call and leave comments and questions on the game line. That's 612. Oh boy. Oh boy, something happened.
subscribe to our YouTube channel and click the notification bell so you know when we're streaming live. One click. One click. It's only you a can single click. Subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, one click. On Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Music, Play, and everywhere podcasts are sold. Yeah, I owe Steve a few episodes. I promise they're going to come out this yeah, week. We're going to have at least three episodes this week. Okay, uh, that's going to be it for this show from the Arcade Radio team. We hope you had a great time, and we'll see you on the next episode. Can't wait till the dial tone comes on. <laughs> Just semi-pro. Semi-pro? C-Bart 1 is pro. Starring Will